are you over there? Can you hear me? You're very quiet, but I see you. Can you hear me? Oh, now you're loud and clear over there. There we go. Howdy. Good evening. Snakes and stogies live. 58. 58. I love it. I'm loving it. Um, we should be joined by Casey, Billy, and uh, Cox. Man, what a friggin' boom tonight. Full house. Full house. My <laughs> my favorite fellas. What are you smoking upon this eve? Tonight it is going to be a Gurkha Nicaragua series in the toilet. Ooh, those are good. Those are made by Agonorsa. Yes, sir. Now, I will say this, though. I V-cut it, and I don't know if it was a stem or something. Yeah, you get, like, those spots that, like, stop it almost. And, and well, it went clean through because it's the cutter you got me, and it's sharp as hell. But it literally just, like, there's, like, a divot, and, like, a bunch of leaves fell out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you do get, like, those, I guess it's a stem. Yeah. But- What's up, Mr. Hunt? What's up? What's up? You guys hear me okay? Speaking... Yeah. Yes. I've, uh, I've never had one of these before. It is a pepper cream soda. Made by who? I think it's made by Caldwell. I'm going to look it up real quick. But one of our fellow Snakes and Stogies group groupsmen, um, who's local to me, one of the regulars that works, his name's Joe Blanco. He brought it to me to, to try out. So I saved it to try tonight and then my backup is uh camacho triple maduro 660 nice. i'm holding it up to my computer's camera which isn't even on so let's see and brad thank you very much for your kind words yeah dude everyone loved that i know man it was meant to be a gag and it turned out pretty all right i think you know, I thought the audio sounded like total dog shit because it was in my car. Hey, there he is. What's up, guys? Look at that handsome bastard. What's up, Casey? So, yeah, God, he's good looking, isn't he? Caldwell Jeez. cigar. Caldwell. Um, <laughs> Steve Poole says, I feel, I feel Phil is somewhat of a celebrity after the Christmas video. I don't know about that, but it was shared <laughs> on Facebook by so many people that I didn't know or I don't know. That it got well over a thousand views, um, which I think is crazy for Facebook, you know. Um, maybe like, Disney Disney will see it and hear your voice and want to hire you for voice voice work. Maybe you absolutely killed it, though. Just saying, man, it was a fantastic video. Man, I, well, <laughs> what's up, Hen Dog? I, uh, okay. I I couldn't have done it without the help of my friends. I'll just say that uh, it was funny because Cody Bartolini messaged me on Facebook. Was like, dude, is that your house? And I was like, well, I mean, that's that's not my house. It's my friend's house. He's like, dude, Phil's living some some drug lord style home. And I was that's like, no, no. I said, imagine if it was my house, the amazing walk-in enclosures I would have. So, I know Marcus's wife ain't having that though. <laughs> so, but it was good, man. I, I was more concerned with the audio sounding like dog shit because I literally recorded it in my car at like one in the morning with the windows up and the engine off so there was no noise and it still sounded like I was talking to a phone because I was talking to a phone. I didn't think it sounded Wait, bad so were you all, li- like, thinking like that? 
No. So, all right. So this is what I did. Uh, I went over to Marcus's house and cause his fiance is all about Christmas and they have like four trees and they did that whole snowy village out in front of the yard, which was awesome. That's what I was most curious about was like the fake snow. It's a, uh, it's like a high density cotton and you buy it in sheets and like layer it. And it's funny cause like you can see where somebody pushed too hard with their foot and like grass is coming out, but makes it look realistic, you know? Um, so yeah, so I went to their house and we were drinking, hanging out and I did a bunch of B-roll footage on a gimbal and, but I didn't make enough B-roll. So I didn't realize how long the friggin' poem is. And I'm like, man, I don't have enough, I don't have enough video. Like it's just gonna be black screen with me talking. Mm-hmm. So that's why I put like, a picture of Justin in there. I put the picture of the big me in there just to kind of like space it out a little bit, you know? Yeah, because we talked about it like a night or two before you did it. You're like, dude, I did not realize this poem is like four stands as long than I thought it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's only a <laughs> and a half like of normal text. Because we all know like that whole thing of like this was the night before Christmas and all of their house and a creature was turning the mouse. But like we don't realize that the articulateness of that poem in describing Santa Claus and the reindeer and just the, the all-encompassing Christmas night it's a long ass poem. <laughs> yeah, but if anyone's got it, it's you. Well, thank you. I tip of the hat. So, how are you, handsome devils, doing tonight? Pretty good. What are we yeah, drinking, boys? Thank good. you, Blue Blue Ridge Reptiles. We appreciate that. Awesome. Cheers. Awesome. Yeah. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> oh, I missed it. What's everyone drinking? I'm drinking nothing at the moment. Nothing? Yeah, just water tonight. Yeah. I told you guys I don't drink by myself. You what? I don't drink by myself. I told you guys that. You're not by yourself. You're with us. Yeah, I guess I could tonight, but I yeah. just don't. I, I expect when Cox gets on here, he definitely needs to have a bourbon. Oh, yeah. He got that, he, he's got that fancy stuff. By the way, do you guys hear me okay with the new mic? The new uh, earbuds? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Sound good. Yeah. And Billy's got Yingling? Yeah. The same one. So I bought all that when you guys were here. You still have that root beer stuff? Yeah. There's like one or two of them left. That's well, pretty good. In a month. I still have your bottle, too. <laughs> yeah. Better be. Right. It better be. I, um, I went over... Uh, where the hell was I going? I went over to my buddy's house the other night, uh, one of my friends from work, and there we go. Hey, there he is. Ryan. Look at that drinking hand. <laughs> we have handle. Look at his handle. Ryan Reticulatus. Like it. I'm a moron, I know. <laughs> but you sound and look delicious. Whoa. And this Whoa. bourbon is delicious. Oh, yeah. So what are we drinking, Cox? Uh, it's called Blade and Bow. It's made by Stitzel Weller. Who puts out bullet? Okay, and it's a oh, yeah, nice. It's a really cool bourbon because uh, Stitzel Weller actually went like out of business back in the day. So whenever they went under, they just abandoned the fucking distillery in Louisville. They just left it. So uh, they came back and started it back up in the late nineties, early two thousands, and like they just found all these old bottles of bur- old barrels of bourbon. So they do this thing where they like mix it with a new. Uh, new batches, and that's how they make this bourbon. So it's like 
you know, 30 year old bourbon that they mix with new stuff. And it's super smooth. So would that be construed as a blend? It technically it's like they mentioned it's like a they call it the Solera blending method or something like that. Okay. But it's That's it's cool. super smooth. It's so good. Nice. Well, I uh, I was going over to my buddy's house and he didn't have any booze. I don't have any sealed bottles. I really don't like driving around with you know, open bottles, but which really doesn't make sense because I, I found this flask that a friend of mine gave me for a wedding. And I was like, man, I never use this thing. I might as well. So I just filled it full of Hendrix, and now I have to drink it. It works. <laughs> Looking like a straight homeless man from Florida. Yeah, but homeless men don't have handcrafted tweed flasks. No, they don't. No, they just have Gatorade <laughs> bottles. Yeah. They have an old Sobe bottle with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in a paper bag. So, uh, whoever's on the Puget Sound Pythons page says, "Hey, girl, hi." By the way, tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the fine people at Puget Sound Pythons. Hey, hey, that was smooth, Phil. It was, boy. I'm gonna start calling you Butter because you're on a roll. (laughs) Speaking of. Um, in the next issue of Herpeticulture Magazine, our monthly top five Herp Room must-haves comes from the lovely folks at Puget Sound Pythons. Nice. Awesome. You will see them in the next couple days when that issue drops. I live-streamed putting Casey's uh, article together today, and it looks I'm actually pretty happy with it. It looks pretty good, if I do say so myself. So. Awesome. I tuned in for like a second. I was driving. So I was like, okay, cool. That's actually going to make the, the magazine this time. <laughs> you made the cut. <laughs> I made the cut, yes. Well, you did the book review, too. That's in there. So. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I read that book in like four hours. It sounds really good. I just really had nothing actually... else to do on Christmas, so I was just like, okay, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to poop out an article, and that's, that's going to be that. Reading that review made me want to go check that book out because it actually sounds awesome. It's a really cool book. What book yeah, was that? So you were telling Does it have me. a lot of pictures? What? Does it have a lot of pictures? It's got a ton of pictures in it. I don't like books with a lot of words. I like them with a lot of pictures. <laughs> Especially with something like that where you have to see what the frogs look like. So the book is In Search oh, of yeah, One yeah, Frog. Definitely. Where it's basically the, uh, you know, the chitrid fungus has wiped out a lot of frogs. But in these small little pockets of forest that are really hard to get to, uh there's still possibilities of some of these frogs having survived the chitra that they thought were extinct for like 30 to 50 years. And they're actually going into these places and finding these frogs they thought were extinct. Some of these things haven't been seen since like the 1912s, like 1920s. So it's, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, has anyone, I don't know if people know this or not, but has anyone gone back to check on those animals to make sure that we didn't cross-contaminate that, that forest? Uh, that I didn't read. I'm going to assume that it's just they're just they're just hoping they're holding on. Yeah. You know, some of them they're able to go back to places like the Amphibian Foundation in Atlanta. Yeah. Which I had a chance to volunteer at, and I kind of that's a big regret I have that I didn't volunteer there. By the time I was like, I'm out of college, I need a job that pays me money, and ironically, I just ended up partnering up with Don Patterson at that time, so I could have totally done that volunteer work. 
It's nice to get paid, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I just remember there was a case of some axolotls that were found in Mexico City that they believe the whole estuary was just ex uh, extirpated. And um, they found them, and they were like, okay, we found them, we got to leave them alone. And then they came back, and they were doing horrible because the humans had gone there. And then they went back like a bunch of years later, and they were doing 10 times better. So they're like, all right, we just got to visit them sparingly, you know? Yeah, there was a very similar case to that in Israel, where they had literally drained an entire uh, wetland area. And that was one where no one had seen these rocks for 50 years. And there was one guy there who was like, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to look for these things. And there was a doctor that's like, dude, you will never find that frog. And he's like, dude, I'm going to find that frog in a year. And he did. And that yeah. was cool. That's crazy. Do you remember Just the, the whole, like, I love people that are like, are cocky, but back it up. Where he's like, dude, yeah. I'm going to find that frog in a year. And like a week before the year passed, he uh, called up the doctor and was like, I got your frog. Guess what, motherfucker? Oh, no. Cox, what kind of headset are you using? Uh, Turtle Beach. Oh. Turtle Beach. <clears throat> Old gaming headset I literally got done playing Xbox a minute ago and just nice. plug in here. Cox, do you have a light on your desk that's not behind you? Uh, what desk? I'm literally, you're sitting on top of a Christmas tree tub right now. Is there a <laughs> you're just a shadowy figure. Is there a snake in the tub? No, there's no snake in the tub. There's snakes behind the tub, though. Oh, okay. That's better. Now we can see that beautiful face of yours. Oh, hold on. I gotta fucking... Hey, Cox, I think my setup's even more ghetto than yours. You wanna see it? Oh, I would love to see this shit now. He's in the bathroom. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> You guys are like set up on toothbrushes and stuff. The lighting's really good in here, so I'm gonna stick That's in the bathroom. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, y'all are in here. I bet you, if you listen closely, you can hear the fucking bubbler going from my fish tank. I don't know. You sound pretty stellar right now, to be honest. Yeah, that sounds good. That's it. I need to keep these turtle beaches for whenever I record my own podcast, like everybody else. There you go. And dude, look how far away the microphone is from your mouth. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, but like I'm always expecting it to be like air traffic controller, you know. <laughs> the future yeah. is now. The future is now, and it's thirty dollars at Walmart. Oof, girl. Nice. That's the way to do I it. I am so Whoa. bummed. This is cracked. No way. Look at that. Aww. What a bummer. Dead, dead to the world. Should have been I mean, dropped still, before. I'm still going to smoke it. I didn't do anything to it. I put it in humidification. That was a, a flashback in last week's episode about etiquette. Finger fucking the cigars. Okay. Yep. Took me a minute. Them. Yep. So uh, I made mention that I had made a custom backdrop for a vision cage that's adhesive vinyl. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was going to be for the Southern Copperhead that I got, that my buddy got in Georgia by Casey. And I got like 20 pounds of red clay sand from the area it was caught with pine needles and rocks and stones. And I was going to make up this big naturalistic vivarium with a picture of the actual woods that I took and had this custom vinyl made. The snake has since passed away. Um, uh, not because of any illness, but because it had a very, very bad uh, stuck shed on its tail and it got sepsis. Um, unbeknownst to me, I wasn't aware of it. Uh, but now I think I'm going to use that as my backdrop like Justin. 
So now I have to go to Home Depot and figure out how I'm going to do something back here. Get a cheap piece of like plywood or PVC or something. And... I like the tree. Keep the tree. Because I still have to. I'll try and send you this camera tomorrow. I'm just picturing that one hurricane from being a really bad day. <laughs> I would bring it inside, obviously. So, Justin, what's on the agenda for this evening? Um, I don't really have any. I didn't like the days got away from me with the holidays and all, so I don't have a bite report. Um, okay. That's I'm working right. on some over unders. <clears throat> okay. If any of y'all have any, message me them on Facebook so I can add them to the list. All right. I have one that's probably gonna like upset people, but that's okay. Oh dear. Because they're supposed to be, like, fringe things where it's like, yeah, some people will think they're overrated, some people will think they're underrated, some people will think they're neither. Ball python! No, not that obvious. I know, I know, I know. I'm looking at you, Billy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Tiger! Because <laughs> I could do, I figured I'd also do, like, some cigars and stuff, but since... I mean, you and I are currently, at least this evening, are the only ones that really smoke. We'll probably go over some heads and people won't understand. Yeah, the ability why, would be no help for this. Why padrones are, you know, either overrated or underrated, depending on how you look at them. You know? I'll say they're overrated. I think it comes down to the type of padrone. All of them. The whole brand. <laughs> the entire brand. I don't know about that, pal. I don't know about that. So how was everyone's holiday time? I'm assuming everyone was Christmas. Mine was uneventful. It was nothing, not, not like a bad way. Just my parents were out of town, so we didn't really hang out with them. But it was, it's all right. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I didn't have any cell service, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we didn't do anything too exciting. I, uh, I did it with my parents, my brother. I spent most of the day reading. For that book review, so Christmas Day, nothing too exciting. I think it was pretty low key for everybody, just because of yeah. COVID and yeah. As twenty twenty Christmas could be. Did anyone get anything exciting for Christmas? I got Ooh, Dave I got Matthews night band tickets. Nice. Would you say, Casey? I got uh, some night vision goggles. I haven't gotten to play with them yet, but I'm really excited <laughs> to uh, try them out. Wait, what kind of night vision goggles? Yeah, can you uh, them right now, please? What? Cox and I need to see them right the fuck now. Um, I don't have them with me right now. Put them on top, Clancy. Okay, we, we need to talk. Uh, what kind of night vision is this? I don't know. My mom got it for me. She was like, I saw it. It looked cool. So it's probably not Phil Wolf level night vision goggles. They're not They're not PVS 14s. Calm down, Phil. No. They're not PVS 14s. <laughs> Phil, you're going to look at them. You're going to tell me I'm lame. You're going to tell me... Uh, I'm not on your level, and I'm not on your level when it comes to my night vision goggles, and I'm just going to have to accept that. He's got the Modern Warfare 2 headset that's just a one giant eyeball. <laughs> Look, man, first of all, if we're going to be elitists, if it's dual optic, it's not 14s, they're 15s, if it's plural. Oh, fuck off. Second of all, <laughs> night vision is night vision, man. I don't care if they're fucking panos from fucking L3 and they cost you $46,000, or... It's the fucking little digital camcorder that your mom got that attaches to your cell phone and looks really cool. Night vision, night vision. I'm totally game for that. 
the Discovery Kids brand from Sharper Image that has like the little flashlight with the bulb. FLIR came out with a thermal imaging objective camera that is a battery pack, it's a cell phone case with a battery pack that plugs onto your iPhone and it gives you thermal imaging that is no different than the shit they have on the marine boats or that the electrician uses to find the hot spot in your wiring. And that shit's awesome. It seems kind of, I don't see Casey exactly going out and like stalking people with night vision though. But stalking snakes though. You know where they would come in handy is Chili's. Chili's. Or trying to find that. Why did I have a date at Chili's on the night? What did you say, Cox? That long lost what? I said, Hurry, he's trying to find that long lost sandal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can we name it Wilson? I wish you guys could have seen the funniest thing ever. If Phil like went to the store and figured out what kind it was and just pretended like he found it the next day, left it out in the parking lot of Walmart for a week so it looks all dirty and grungy. Look, I found it. Yeah, right. It was in Boca the whole time. Mm-hmm. It just washed up on the beach. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen him the next morning and just how ashamed he was <laughs> missing one sandal. <laughs> Dude, I was covered in salt water, car grease, sweat. I just, it was a rough morning, okay? I did a total walk of shame that morning. Just, I completely forgot about the car. I was still wet. <laughs> it's yeah, like that I was funny. I don't think I was. I was kind of hungover, but not, I think I was more exhausted because we didn't go to bed until like four in the morning. Like, yeah. beautifully. I went to bed at like midnight. I walked Smitty back to his hotel room. No, no, no. That was the night where we uh, we didn't even like start partying until like eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, I went to bed because we helped Billy change the tire. Oh, me that's and, right. That's me and right. Irvin smoked like two cigars, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed." Yeah, that's right. Yep, y'all left us. Some friends you are. Yeah, right. No loyalty. We didn't know where you went. You weren't answering your phone, so. No respect. No respect. They give me no respect. So y'all bailed on Billy too? No, we helped Billy. Oh, yeah, we were off. Bill and I off, Ryan. Billy tired. <laughs> Jeez. I, like, I know what you really think of me. I was like, everybody says I bailed on Billy, but actually, y'all actually bailed on Billy. <laughs> no, we didn't. Cox, you don't count. You weren't there. Thank Nobody God. Nobody bailed on Billy. If anything bailed on Billy, it was the car. I know that if Cox was there, he would have been in the grease pit with Casey and I helping Billy. Probably would. That's not a lie. Unlike some other hosts of this show. I don't want to get dirty, man. All you had to do was answer your phone. That is true. I still think the scariest part, though, was when the yeah, truck Casey fell off died. the jack. When we were, like, yeah. all surrounding, like, the tire where it could have fallen on any one of us. Well, yeah, I think the funniest part was yeah. we, were just, we were just talking about how I hope this jack doesn't fail because it would crush us. And then, like, eight seconds later, it's like, eh. Yeah, that was scary. Casey almost got the whole truck on him. Casey, get out of mm-hmm. there. Jesus fucking Christ. See, but if I had had my legs cut off, then, because I've thought about this. If I get my legs cut off below the knee, then I can be tall. Like, I can get fake legs that make me whatever height I want to be. So Quit like, trying to fucking one up Austin Warwick. Quit that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like I get like cool robot legs, like the ones that like make you hop around like a rabbit. Like, I, I, wish I, Austin, about this. I wish Austin was here because you know he would come up with some dry comment, be like, "Nah, man, it still sucks." <laughs> <laughs> 
didn't stop your mom. <laughs> Motherfuckers, y'all are out of hand. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. See, that's my problem, though. Like, dude, I got the, like the upper body, like, like from like my knees up, are from the guy that's like six foot, and then I got like these little bitty like, like corky feet. You're a corky. Be short. So what you're, you're, t- you're built like an orangutan. That's what I'm hearing. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I feel your pain, because I'm all torso. No arms, no legs, just torso. He's in his yeah, any reptile stuff. Yeah, right? Reptiles? That's what the show's about, right? Actually, no. Casey's more of a gibbon. He's not a ranch. He's a gibbon. <laughs> yeah. He walks around. He has to carry his arms up like this the whole time. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, my God. I'm totally superimposing Casey's head on a gibbon later. <laughs> Wait, where, where's Dominique when you need her? Yeah, where the fuck is Dom? Yeah, what is she doing? Not here. You know she's doing homework. There's some assignments she has to she's do. Not, she's graduated not, now. She's no, no, still off be, for like a month, isn't she? I'm like, gonna, still no, be I've been assignment. on a group in a little while, but like I'm she's been off a bit. You text her right now, Cox, because she's on a vacation. <laughs> in between <laughs> school and her make, new job. Can you put Casey's face on a given monkey? Thanks. Yeah. Hey, well, Gibbons are apes. Gibbons are apes. Get your stuff right. Wow. They're part of the great ape family. They are the smallest member of the Great Eight family. You get it right. <laughs> Is that the best Cox impression you got? No, that's straight up Northern Georgia. That is a Northern Georgia accent. If I ever did Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. said fucking movie, the campaign. That's all I'm picturing. Yeah. You know, I post have, have such short snouts because they were bred to fight lions. <laughs> What the fuck is All this I remember joke? is when he punched the baby. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> Filipino tilt the world workers are the backbone of this country. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm uh, I'm talking to a new young lady uh, in my life right now, and she just texts me because she's watching this, and she says, "If he gets to be a Gibbon, I get to be a Capuchin." So I said, "Okay." All right. You think she's going to build new young lady? We're sorry in advance. Right. (laughs) You have a choice. It's a dumpster fire. Turn you, away it now. Was, it was that night before Christmas video, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she just. I got a little me. aroused when I saw it. She just texted me. She says, "You wanted pictures of me in the bath. Well, here's some pictures of me in the bath." <laughs> <laughs> Look at that little guy. Nice. Oh man, <laughs> this show's out of hand, boys. So I hand. need opinions. Let's hear them. Don't do it. G- okay, there we go. Call That's it. I want to know what it was. I think you should do it. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. should you I, a vote? I'm trying to decide vote. on when I should put the Jance and I together. I put the female shed in with the male, and he was kind of checking it out the other day. Getting, I think he's getting a little excited, getting a little, a little pumped. Yeah. I was planning to pair him sometime in January, but I'm thinking, 
I'm going to do it within the next, uh, maybe within the next week. Do it right now. Do it tomorrow. Right now. They'll breed just about any time. Yeah, yeah that's what I figured. You know what? No, don't do it right now because we're doing a show and you're going to be preoccupied with them and are they eating each other, killing each other, flopping around the cage on each other. Do it tomorrow. Just introduce and see if there's no interest, then wait a little bit, just keep trying. I mean, yeah. even then, like, they could they could reasonably stay together, I think, without any problems. Like, as yeah. far as stress and stuff, I'm out of that room most of the day, they've got a lot of coverage, so I think I think they might be alright, but I don't know. Okay. But other than that, I pretty much, I'm just waiting for Valentine's Day to get here so I can pull bears and corns out of cooldown. Start feeding them and then getting them prepped for, for pairing. So I'm in the same boat with my Ridley eye. I kind of want to wait till it warms up a little bit and then try to hit them with food for like a month and then put them together. Is that your first time breeding those, or have you bred those before? It's my first time. I want those but other yeah. ones, the Gronkowski or whatever the Gronkowski. How do you? Yeah, the Sumatrans. Yeah, yeah, those are sweet. Yeah, they're cool. Everybody, all the importers are bringing them in right now. So. Ron has some, so I'm just going to wait for him to uh, produce them. That's a wise strategy. I don't How have to worry about the uh, wild They are uh, colubrids for, Justin. Huh? How long do you usually uh, brewmate your colubrids for? I'm doing like Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Okay. It's pretty pretty standard. Because I put my stuff into cooling. Uh, not Gronkowski. Very end of October. <laughs> I'm kind of considering taking out the uh, the bamboos right now. But I don't know. How long have they been down? Uh, since October, but it didn't really get cold until like middle of November. So you think I should wait like another month? Probably wouldn't hurt, but at the same time... I have a, like a hunch that they probably don't experience a ton of warmer weather. So even like a deep cool down for, you know, two or three weeks or whatever, I would think would maybe do the trick. I don't know. Eh, I'll wait another month then. I, I mean, it, I figure there's way more harm than me, uh, me coming out too early than me, like waiting a little too long, you know? It's <clears throat> a good idea. is good it's called well michael michael says gabrowski yeah what's up miss kowski garanowski amanda rua amanda what's up what's up amanda the daytona dates have been announced for 2021 pretty pumped excellent, excellent. i have a hunch and i'm hoping that by the time it rolls around, all the COVID stuff will have been sort of settled down. And I think it might be one of the better Daytonas that we've seen. Hope so. Yeah, I hope I'm so. Too. For it. I'll be there either way. So. Who knows? Wait for the super COVID to come out in 2021. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut up, Casey. <laughs> And mix that, it with Ebola and just make people melt. 
Don't be that guy, Casey. Create a whole no. new type of AIDS. Just stop now. Don't. I don't need that. I don't yeah, need that in my life. I was literally trying to formulate like a quick corp <laughs> or like a joke about something, and I was like, "Wait a minute, no, no, this is horrible." I'm gonna be going to Daytona with a gas mask on. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> we'll probably still have to wear a mask. Still a big shit. I I feel like that'll still be going on. Yeah, probably. Eventually, we'll debate. Yeah, we'll see. Good pep talk. Yeah, right. It's screwed. I'm gonna get that shot as soon as I can. I don't care if they're putting a microchip in me. Just. Let this be over with. Just, just do it. It doesn't matter. You're still gonna have to wear a mask because they don't know you had the vaccine. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get you my get little. A, you get the band aid. You get the band aid. Uh, yeah. You just keep that on. Keep it dry. Apparently, Kentucky's gonna give an ID card. You're kidding. Yeah, they're, they're gonna track it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, no, Kentucky, like I think that's like they're working on part of the DMV. If I because every now and then when I'm driving, I listen to the governor's press conference every day at four. Like I'll just be like, ah. My my headphones are dead. Let's turn around and see what he's saying today. And they're apparently going to work on like if you once you get a vaccine, whether it's Pfizer or Moderna, and you finish both cycles, they're going to give you like a little ID card that way they keep track of who's already been vaccinated, and who hasn't been. You're welcome. So I bet the Pfizer and Moderna thing is going to end up being like an iPhone versus Android thing, where like people are divided as to which one they got. <laughs> Send me that right now. Send me that right now, please. <laughs> that's good. That's going to be Her turnaround time is so fast. It is. She's a pro. That's what she does for a living. <laughs> she superimposes people's face on the Gibbons? Yeah. No, oh, that's fucking. There's a job for everything. There's a job for everything. She's magic. She is magic. God bless her. She can pull out anything. Oh fuck! But as far as reptile stuff in general, I mean, it's pretty quiet here right now. Um, does not look like condors are going to happen for me this year. Oh, damn! That female has got something going on. I p- turned up her heat a good bit, and she's just been like, you know how condors usually are pretty compact as far as how they're coiled and stuff. She's like really, sp- she's much more spread out like surface area wise she's and she's just been sitting under that heat so i'm hoping that it's she's kind of handling it you know like her immune system sort of doing its thing so we'll see but never got a prelay shed um never i mean she didn't look like she had eggs after that after the ovulation which i guess it could have just been really hardcore follicle development but Either way, it's uh. Hager <laughs> did this earlier. Did someone say Contras? <laughs> Look at that, the majesty. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. You're like the little kid in Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, I mean, it's like at the same time, like, it sucks that the condors aren't going to go. At the same time, it's almost kind of like a a little relief because it's like, okay, I can kind of kick back and just focus on the Boiga and the the Colubrid stuff. And, uh, 
You know, I don't think I'll have anything ready next season, <clears throat> female-wise, unless you know this female ends up pulling out and doing okay, and we'll see. So, <laughs> tis a bummer, but it is what it is. It sucks. I feel it like happens, man. She'll bounce back though. I don't. I mean, I don't know what it is, man. I mean, she was cruising like crazy. <clears throat> um, I don't see how she could be egg bound, considering that she hasn't looked gravid at all. But I don't. I don't know. I've just been leaving her be, honestly. I feel like the stress is only gonna, you know, me messing with her and and whatnot is only gonna make it worse. So it's like that vase when it's about to fall off the pedestal. But it's like slowly spinning faster to land like back on its flat surface, but you don't want to touch it because you know if you do, that'll only make it fall over and crack anyway. Yeah, it's like you're just standing there with your hands out like this, just using your Jedi mind powers to try and like get it to stop. <laughs> you're like, oh god, please don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck don't this do up. It. it starts to get louder and, and wider and sound <laughs> yeah well you just gotta get time to take all those little uh, red and green worms yeah all three of them those are gonna keep me real busy well then you get a second clutch yeah but those aren't gonna hatch until the end of March you know you got time so how are the little red and green worms doing they're doing good. Uh, one of them, surprisingly, I offered live pinkies straight off the bat, um, like the smallest ones I could get out of my my breeders. And one of them ate it completely on its own, unassisted, unscented, just as is. And then the other two I offered, they didn't take it. I scented with uh, one of the turkeys geckos. They didn't take it. I offered some dart froglets. They didn't take them. Uh, so they just they got tails. I don't know. We're gonna see. I'm. I may uh, snag some some more day olds. I noticed when I was cleaning mice today, I got a big, big, healthy pile of day olds. So, let's see if I can get some of those and, and offer them up and see if if we can go for two and two and two and zero oh on that one that's eaten. So. Yeah. What have you got to lock up this year? What me? No, no, I said Billy. Billy's had a lot oh. of stuff to oh, up yeah. in the last like, month and a half or so, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I gotta look. Uh, I'm pretty confident I'll have albino caramel jags. Uh, I'm getting locks from my striped jungles. Uh, getting locks from both of my Nova Guinea pairs. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my zebra and Jungle are starting to cuddle a lot more. Uh, I'm starting to see some good stuff from the Max. I haven't seen any locks yet, but they're starting to show good signs. That's uh, what up right now currently. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, the Spotteds, I mean, they always, every time I put them together, they they lock up pretty quick. So awesome. I'll see what they do. Awesome, awesome. How are you going to, uh, I don't mean to put this bluntly, but how are you going to handle all these babies? How Just like I do everything else. Like a no, I don't know if like, you had racks ready to go or you just, how are you going to do it? 
Well, I have uh, two homemade racks that hold 30 apiece. And then I have the, there's one of them there. And I have the big stack of sea serpents. Sea serpents. I'm just going to get probably another stack or two of the sea serpents ones. Okay. And uh, I have a 15 quart AP rack. Sorry, Justin. That uh, I haven't put together yet. So that'll give me, you know, more space that I can put other stuff in. So. Nice. Get me started. Don't get I know. <laughs> I apologize. But yeah, I'm excited because uh, I was supposed to have, or I was planning to have a bigger year last year. You guys remember how that went? So yeah. I'm trying to play it cool and not get excited this year and just see what happens. Right. I'm pretty good with, as far as if I have a lot of babies, like I, I'm pretty good with time management and I have my routines on how to take care of stuff quick and all that. So I feel like it'll just take a little more time. I, got I think it'll be all right. I wasn't saying that you couldn't do it. I was more I curious was. to how you were going to go about that volume. Because if, if this year, if all the pairings, let's just assume all the pairings are going to be successful, this is going to be the most babies you've ever produced in one year, correct? Oh, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. But Billy's but, a pimp. Yeah. He can handle it. Uh, well, that, and then I got so many local shows and stuff. And I really haven't hit the online market. You know, like I probably should have, but I haven't really produced a lot. So it'll be a good, if I do end up with a lot of babies, it'll be a good gauge on where I want to be, you know, as far as numbers and stuff. Right. Yeah, I definitely feel like 2020 was the legitimate blossoming of Herbert Fauna online. Oh, yeah. Nobody sure. else had anything else to do. I mean, shows weren't party. happening, so everyone was like focusing on what they got. Yeah. I think it also has to do with more of the shoppers going online, obviously, because of COVID, you know? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, those stimulus <laughs> checks and stuff, I think like that was a big. Oh, big stimulus for the hobby, dude! It cleared out Morph Market when they first hit. Crazy. Like you could just, you were just watching stuff. Just you like you'd look see something one day, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, it's and it's gone. It's mm -hmm. gone. Yeah, yeah. No, I bought a snake nice. with mine. Yeah, it's nice knowing like that money's going to like small breeders and and whatnot, and not Petco and PetSmart, and you know. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Cool. Cool. with Joe Phelan. Nice shot in the arm. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm hoping things go crazy again with the with the next check coming in. Well, sure, well, maybe a little bit. Maybe not as big as the first. No, not as big because people are actually like out and doing stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> when you get married, you don't get the option to use that money for snakes. Well, that is no one's fault but your own. No, you spent 400 pounds I of fucking cat litter. I get to live like through you. I'm going to order that cat litter, and I'm going to get it sent to someone on your route just so you have to. I will, I will fucking fight you. I will fight you. I hope you read the, the label. I'm sure you can order uh, 45 pounds. Wait. Fuck you, Cox. Yeah. Fuck. I hate that would be, so that much. Would be a hilarious joke, Casey. If you did like, you got like scrap metal, 
Just put a bunch of cinder blocks in a box. Out. Yeah, and we'll wrap the shit out of it and send it to Cox. <laughs> you know? Send it to send it to someone's house on his route with his name on it to Ryan Cox. And they get it and they don't want it, so after he's like spent all that time and effort like dragging it to the front door, there's like, dude, no, get out of here. I should drag it back up. Yeah, I refuse this package. Return to sender. Oh, <laughs> uh, RTS, RTS bitch. I'm like, ah. the return address is Cox's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most work it's ever been for a plan ever. Be worth it. So it much research has to be done. And I help you with a bit of it. <laughs> Dominique will help me. She probably knows where you live. She's been there. She's, not, I think she's the not, only one of them that has been there, right? Not not the new place. No, she went to my parents' place so I still live there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll find she's, you, Ryan Cox. We'll find she probably you. could be hanging out with me in the next weekend or so because she's got to come get this cage for me that she gave me the first time. So. Okay. <clears throat> I had to give her a cage because she hooked me up with the this find. I was like, "Do you want this three three foot by two foot back?" And she's like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm like, "Fuck!" All right, here, come get it. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing. That's I'm too fucking nice. I should have just said, "No, nah, you snooze, you lose, motherfucker." But said, "I'm like, well, we can make it up. Come on, just come get this cage, and then you know, one day we'll just order a whole bunch together and both can get a discount." And I'm fucking stupid ass. <laughs> stupid. Oh fuck! My is looking at me like, "What the fuck are you doing here right now, bro?" Is it get out? Yeah. Why is that light on? Yeah. Why the fuck's the light on? Thanks, Dad. Uh, I tell you what, though, I have no money, nor do I have any need for more cages. But dude, those black visions, man, they're calling me. They're calling me those black vision cages. Wait, vision makes black cages now? Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, what is little... Phil? Explain the obsession with visions. Like what so, is the what is the what is so alluring? Visions are extremely you? flawed in a lot of ways, but the pros dramatically and dy- dynamically outweigh the cons. They are extremely lightweight for what they are, for the size that they are. Uh, they're all one solid piece of plastic. There's no seams. There's no screwing anything together. They're just one giant piece. And the only thing that's on there is the screen is riveted to the back or the top, and the sliding glass doors have metal tracks. That's it. The entire cage is one molded piece of polymer plastic. They stack really, really well, and they are legitimately bulletproof. Um, I've had ones that were hand-me-downs or you know resale hand-me-downs from friends that are whew, almost 20 years old and they still look as new as the day is long. And they're just, they're, they're great for venomous because they're virtually escape proof. And although they do have some hiding spots, like in the lower lip and the upper lip where like our boreal species could camp out and, you know, death from above kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, they're, they're brilliant. They're just, they're just simple and uniform and they work, but they were always this ugly gray color. The original ones were white, and they looked really great for the first year or two, and then they yellowed out just from people touching it and dust and UV exposure. Yeah. I have one of those. I have a three-foot that's yellow. Um, not like neodexia yellow, almost just like a like dirty teeth yellow. <clears throat> um, yeah. 
but the rest of all of them are gray and it's uniform. But like when the light comes to the window, like the light penetrates the gray color, you know what I mean? Um, and it just doesn't look nearly as good as the jet black. So I'm actually going to pull up vision right now to show you all. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of other, you know, there's a million other PVC enclosures that are probably better than vision. I just have a heart on for them. It's called black granite. Is that the new color? Uh, hold on, I'm looking. It, that I'm looking at a two two one right now, and it looks fairly good. But also, I can't tell it's just a dark photo. Yeah, the two two one. That's it. That's the black. Interesting. That price tag, though. God, visions are high. Yeah, and that's not even including the shipping. Apparently, hey, it's free shipping right now. It says. Really. Wow, look at that. The black is more money. Holy oh, God. if you spend over $500, which is easy. Yeah, which is easy. Um, yeah, all right, let me try and share this. <clears throat> Application window. Oh, I've clicked the wrong button. Oh, no. Ooh. So that looks damn good. That does look nice. Looks damn good. Is that a two two one a Sig model? That's really uh, no, there's there are a lot of other two twos though. Two twenty, two two six, two two nine, two two eight, two four, two two seven. Um, but like you can choose like the gray is cheaper, which is crazy. There's your gray. So like that's literally my entire room are those, and it's uniform, but it doesn't look nearly as good as this. That looks good, right? I don't, you know, like I, Jake always talks about how much he likes white PVC over black PVC, and it wasn't until I got that <laughs> white rack from uh, Sean that I, I kind of get it now. And now I really don't care for black. Well, I tell you, I really, really like Sean's cage, uh, Sean's rack that he got me. It is white. And it, it looks crisp and clean and beautiful, but the white vision is not the same. The gray vision is not the same. So, like, if the visions were actually white like PVC, I would like it more. But I just I just don't like that gray. Color. Yeah, they're kind of like that, that same plastic that they make, like, those sand pit turtles. Yeah. Like the jungle gym plastic kind of stuff. Like that. Yes. Yeah. I can, I can get that. That makes sense. It just looks like styrofoam almost. It does almost look like yeah. styrofoam. What's the wait time on those? You know? No idea. I, it's all injection molded, so it's all like in stock, ready to go. You know? Unlike but now the real question is... People. Oh boy, here we go. Oh god. The real question is, can you guys still see this? Did I lose you? No, it's still there. Alright. So like if I scroll down... <clears throat> excuse me. So this is one of my favorite cages. Um, I have three of these right now and it is a three foot arboreal cage and that cage is just that's what i have the cynodon in uh that's what i've had uh squams in and stuff like that and it's it's awesome but notice they don't make it in black so oh, bastards yeah so, like if so I i'm did confused sell, is it just a light or can you add like a heat panel to it uh, you could put a heat panel. However, there's a high probability of it deforming, not necessarily melting, but deforming. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I always did, <clears throat> excuse me, I've always done lamps on top here. Um, I feel like a lamp would warp it more than a heat panel would. No, because it's sitting on uh, like corrugated aluminum. Still. No, nah, it doesn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen them where it melted straight through and like made a giant gaping hole in the lamp. <laughs> someone didn't put the lamp on there appropriately. And now you have, uh, you know, Zillow makes those micro halogens that have spring-loaded legs that latch onto the screen so the lamp physically cannot move. Right. And those microhalogens, they're as powerful. Some of them are as powerful as like a 60-watt bulb. Yeah, those things are no joke. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm old school. I'm a venomous guy. Just vision just does it. Oh. Ooh. What am I just saying? Thought? Let's see. Oh, this, this is a normal three-foot. This is not the, um, uh, the display model. So, if you'll notice, this one... It has this dome cut out here, mm -hmm. and that's for the heat lamp to be recessed in. So this is a, a not the same showiness, arborealness as the other one, but it is a lot deeper. Hmm. See, well, like I'm gonna, I'm trying to figure out what I want to have Sean make. <coughs> I wonder. I think I want to do something for the cyania that I can divide, but I want it to be something tall. Not necessarily like super wide or anything like that. Like maybe two foot by like four high, but have it so that he split it down the middle, so I can have the male on one side, the female on the other. Um, but then I also think about the Jansen and I, and if I should move them into something that's also divided, but not necessarily higher, but longer. And I can't <coughs> really decide. I think I need to. I think the Cyan are going to need a bump before the Jansen and I do. Are you thinking about doing like a trapdoor style, or were you? Because uh, I've seen some retic keepers where they have it's uh, they'll have a twelve foot enclosure, which is like be, a removable divider. Well, and then they have uh, walls that actually is held in by you know like six screws or whatever that are oh. capped over. Or uh, Lawrence Kensington, I remember he talked about having just a trapdoor in his scrub enclosures, so he would just open a door and just let the male go into the female's cage. I love yeah. that design so much. Him describing huh? that makes me want to do it so bad because it's so oh, dude, his cage. Every, whenever I listen to that NPR episode and whenever he's on Joe's episode, I listen to it all the time just to get ideas <laughs> on keeping. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you could do this or you could do this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love the idea of a I... removable door that he's got. Whenever what what's he say? Like whenever the male starts like going towards that door because yeah, like when the male starts it. pushing on the door, he says when he removes the door and lets him in. That's so smart. I love that idea so much. See, I can see it working with chondros pretty well too. Like if you had like a little porthole in the top for chondros, and when in the mail, he's like, he's like, let me in there, bro. And you're like, okay, little buddy, here you go. Now, yeah. You don't have to touch them. Just let them go in, and then they still have the uh, the ability to like get away from each other. Like the mail can still go back in that other cage. That's yeah, so smart. I love that idea so I mean, much. I'm I'm getting that XT4 from Black Box. That's what the scrub is going to go in. Because uh, he needs like a dedicated thing instead of just the you know the setup he's in now, um, and then that pretty much just leaves like the Jansen and I, which they're good for now, uh, and then the Cyania. So I don't know. I think if I gave like if you give I think Boiga in general or like if you give them that the space they're gonna use it like they're not a species that that's gonna be wasted on. 
Oh, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my uh, adult blue tongue. I don't quite like Eat em. Uh, the dark racks. I like what TC Houston does. I really want to try to do something like that. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I've seen it. He's got groupies. What? That's oh, the man. groupie. That's the groupie. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm trying to cover his Look tracks. At Look at this guy. Kiss <laughs> girls. Well, she's not here, so she can't scare me tonight. So. <laughs> That's because he's in his bathroom. Mike. Hold on, I can go get it. I can go he's get like, it. Really like spruce a... it up. Where's your production <laughs> value? He's like a TikToker just recording in the bathroom. <laughs> When's he gonna start dancing? That's like, oh man, I just threw it in the fish tank. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to find a picture of my room so you guys can see all the vision. There we go. <laughs> there it is. You gotta give the people what they want. Oh my god, <laughs> people want my old style. My old style globe. <laughs> Where'd you get that Hobby Lobby? Uh, I don't know. I Dude, don't really know. Hobby Lobby's legit. Here. Don't even talk smack about All Hobby right. Lobby. Since Casey whipped out the globe, can I ask a couple countries that are no longer around? Yes, right, let's do that. Let's see how old this thing. I don't think it has South Sudan, so we already get on to go ahead and uh, check that one off the map. Okay. It calls, Look how uh, excited he just got over that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Is, is the USSR on it? Nerd. Uh, it is. It is. It is. Okay. Really? Yes, is and it... it's calling uh, the west side of Papua, uh, Erie and Jaya. Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's it's go. Old. What's it say for the for the Democratic Republic of Congo? Okay. Um. Genocide. Central African Republic. Okay. All right. Is Zaire still on there? Uh, yes, and Botswana is on there, and Zimbabwe. What about Rhodesia? Uh, I think honestly, that was in, like, the thing maybe older than Rhodesia. Uh, I don't see Rhodesia. What? Yes, Zimbabwe. It's calling Zimbabwe. the it's Zimbabwe with Rhodesia in the uh, parentheses. Really? So it's got to be post nineteen seventy nine. It's got to be post nineteen post nineteen eighty two. Let's just say that. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because Phil over here knows all about the uh, pre or warfare. post. Post. <clears throat> what about uh, uh, what about Burma? Does it say Burma. Burma. Does it say Myanmar? I was say it's probably Myanmar. Uh, no, it's got Burma on it. Yeah. Oh, all right. How about this? Go to Eastern Europe. Does it say Yugoslavia? It does, with a Y. Beautiful. If that makes any difference. Would that Pardon. become Moldova later? Uh, and with an A. And Bosnia. <laughs> what just say? He said, what about America with an A? <laughs> Peru with a P. <laughs> Mike says, the sophistication level just went up a thousand percent. Then Brad wants to know about Atlantis and Europa. <laughs> I don't know if it's that old, Brad. What it's, about Pandora? Is, is Sri Lanka on there? Endor. Sri, I Off. guarantee Sri Lanka's on there, but it says India. Check it. <laughs> Check it. No, it actually it's, says Sri Lanka. Just Sri Lanka. 
Okay. Well, I mean, like Sri Lanka's part of <laughs> India. Seth looks like an earring. He looks. <laughs> he looks like I know, George right? Michael. Like... <laughs> what? It's like it's for Casey. <laughs> Casey, do you have faith? You gotta have faith. He's never gonna dance again. You'll defeat it. Got no rhythm. Who's got a saxophone? God damn it! He does have that Marshall Fry vest going right now. Oh no, no! This is actually a really cool shirt I got it for Christmas. Oh, nice! I it's just like a oh, giant it. version of it. Psych! Look and look at that shoulder pad. You don't even shoot trap, bro. Sometimes. <laughs> well, I like it. Yeah, a lot. He has the option. He has the option too. He has. The- <laughs> Oh. Brad said you need one of them flat globes. <laughs> With the ether like, over the top. I believe like, we call that a map. Where the sun goes around it. <laughs> yeah, the sun goes around it. It's like surrounded by ice. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about pizza stone. Fuck me running. So where, wait, so where did you get the globe? Because I'm trying to find a globe that's really old. Like, I want a colonial globe, but people look at me like I'm a crazy person. That has, like, two um, countries I on it? Think that England it and America? When we got this place, a lot of it was still uh, a lot of it was stock, so I'm sure it was from some like thrift shop or something. Cool. More importantly, does it flip up where you can hide like whiskey and guns and yes. poison pills? Oh, I yes. wish that'd be so cool. Uh, I think you gotta cool. like get one of those like catalogs from the airport. Trevor, have a candlestick so you can kill Professor Plum in the study. Right. He's on floor. Let me see a bread lie just sitting in it. Like, hello, yeah, this is Casey right, Cannon's house. Lie. Yeah, this is like the secret albino bread lie that, like, I've been, I've been like sitting on, waiting for the right moment to show somebody. It's. Do you have leather elbow pads? I do not. Damn. Does, does the map where it says Australia does it say Terra Australis? What's that? New Holland? Is that what the original name for Australia yeah, was? Yeah. yeah. Well, before that, it was Terra Australis. <laughs> no, unfortunately, that'd yeah. be so cool to have though. It's, it's but I don't the think did they even know the globe was round then when they were calling it like New Holland and all that stuff. They had globes. That's a lie. No, they didn't. How? <laughs> they thought the Earth was pear shaped back then. They thought, yeah, they thought the Earth <laughs> was like a cube. Fat bottom girls. What? Pears. I do, I do what now? Pears. Yeah, like, a, like a pear, you know? <laughs> Billy's not <laughs> mad. He's just disappointed. Like this hour we've been talking. <laughs> not a single thing has been accomplished at all. Yeah, this yeah is, there's, this there's is no snakes and stogies this, oh. issue, this episode. <laughs> I'm having fun. I haven't actually like talked to you guys in, like face-to-face in a while, so I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's been a bit since all of us I'm going to be up yeah. his way on the 9th mm-hmm. to pick up that We're gauge. Yeah. I think I still have like $2 on a gift card we can use. For Chili's? Awesome. I'm sure that like, yeah. we can get a, we get some queso dip. They do queso dip at Chili's, right? Yeah, they I do. Don't know. I don't know. I don't, the only thing I get like is my chicken crispers. Honey chipotle crispers, street corn. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. That corn is pretty good. The fries with the ranch, the homemade ranch. We gotta grow up and go to fucking Applebee's. The uh, what? No, no, no. Chili's is adult Applebee's. What are you hey, talking hey, about? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Take that eating good in the neighborhood shit elsewhere. 
I'm just saying happy Fancy Applebee's is when you're too lazy to microwave your own food. Hey, Guy Fieri said it was it was Flavor Town. <laughs> he lied. Oh that my! Blonde, that blonde bandit, son of a bitch. Hey, uh, on a side note, Brad, how's your heels? <laughs> I want healers. Still want healers. Dude, I've, that's the only lizard I would commit a felony for. We have that on record now. That's fine. They already know. No one listens to this show. He didn't even say which felony. He would just commit a felony for it. You don't know. You don't know. It might be tax fraud. Absolutely. Fuck. I would touch your indigo for one of those. <laughs> what? <laughs> you would excuse me. I what? would touch an eastern indigo for one of those. He said he'd commit a felony. He's horrible. <laughs> this fine one just punch it, huh? <laughs> you guys are horrible. Smack it. I would touch a gopher tortoise. I have touched a gopher tortoise. I have, I have two. Actually, yeah. I, I got a funny video to show you guys. Are you about to show us you do something illegal on a uh, public forum? Are you no, about to show us I mean, some, you're doing something illegal to a gopher tortoise. No, technically no, nobody watches this, remember? They know yeah. what it is. Not this no. episode. This episode is just like five friend bullshitting. We haven't even talked about reptiles like five minutes of this. We haven't, like at all. <laughs> this is just falling apart so fast. Okay, so this is a few years ago, but so past the statute limitations? No, I mean, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a cop. Don't tell FWC. Scientists. Jesus, he's about to feed it a slim jim. Most <laughs> well, thing ever. Giving it a cigarette. No, no, no. I want somebody else. Eat, no. eat the filter. I'm on. He coming. <laughs> Boy. Unnecessary. This is harassment. <laughs> I got a hatchet with your dick's name on it. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Get your plant. I was here, here to eat <laughs> lettuce and fuck bitches <laughs> and I'm all out of lettuce. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're like the sandhill cranes. They know no one can mess with them here. <laughs> Fucking sandhill cranes. Brad said the Gila's are still sleeping till the end of February. Nice. Keep me posted, Big Pappy. How are yours doing? Did you figure yours out? Uh, they're chilling. They are uh, like in literally. A, they're not chilling as much as I'd like them to be, but they definitely know that it's winter. I'm uh, basically keeping them at high sixties to seventy, which is not correct. They should be like fifty-five to to fifty-eight. Um, but I can't put them, I can't use the chiller. It's too cold and I'm going to hurt them and I don't want to do that. So I'm basically doing it the best way that I can for this season. Um, I'm going to probably go, it, what's today? Today is Monday. So probably Wednesday night, maybe Thursday night, I'm going to put them in the deep, like, it'll be like 40, it'll be like 50 degrees, like 49, 50 degrees. I'm going to do that for like three or four hours for about three or four days and then slowly start to bring them out and then uh it'll be well over it'll be almost two months and fingers crossed 
Because you can't I, do Phil. What's that? This is another law breaking thing we're talking about here. Uh, you could send them to me, and I can cool them down properly, and then I can send them back to you. Because yeah, the possibility, I can, I can just cool them down with my blue tongue skinks, which are basically that. Australian Gila monsters. I can't do it. I was actually I was legit thinking about bringing them. I, I'm not going to do it because I don't break the law. I'm not. My brother lives in North Florida, and I was like, oh my god, I can put them in a in a wooden locked wooden crate and just put them in his garage and just leave them there and no one would be the wiser but again i am a moral conscious person who doesn't break the law and therefore i would not do that um next year i'll have a real chair hey anything worth doing is worth half-assing just always remember that i'm too much of a goody goody you got too much at stake it's all good i know right I, dude if i lost my license i would i don't know what i would do you keep corn snakes. I don't know. You'd be a Morelli guy like the rest of us. What's that? Hey, I'm still Shut sending up. you a striped rattles cock. What? I'm still sending you a striped rattles whenever it's not freezing cold cock. Yeah. It's freezing cold is fine. It's a brittles. It'll be a non event to it. It's the getting lost and going to Indianapolis that scares me. Yes. So freezing cold in Indianapolis. That's or getting that's, lost there entirely. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. Whenever I got something, this lady's like, yeah, I ordered this a month ago. Somehow I made it, made it all the way to Sacramento, and I was like, excuse me? Don't like that. Yeah, like, maybe maybe into next month I'll get you a Strike Rattles. How's your Rattles doing? They're awesome. I think, uh, I think they just shed. Nice. Oh, I'm going to be all shadowy again. My Rattles are being dicks. <laughs> My brettles are angels. My metal. I wish I had a brettle. <laughs> <laughs> They're horrible. You wouldn't like them. You wouldn't like them, Casey. If you breed brettles, you're an idiot. For those of you who don't know, they're watching. Casey Cannon is the arguably the leading brettle breeder in North America. That is a. An- Entire life. It's a lie. But I appreciate <laughs> the. Uh, you may not think it, so, but we do. We do. He can't even spell bread lie. I can't. can't. Bread Lee. Scott. You're going to summon Iper <laughs> if you say it too many times. No, it's if I, that's if I say niche. Oh, Ooh. now you're. Now you're no, he said Iper. Niper. Niper. I said Niper. It's Niper. Oh, my God. Scott and Nip Nip had a love baby, it would be Nigel. And it would have to be a sniper. It would be Nigel the sniper. Oh, God. It's the it, taxonomy, the fucking devil. <laughs> taxonomy is already the devil. So. The taxonomic terrorist. Here's the thing. I just really had this like weird thought. I was listening to a couple podcasts today. I'm like, why is everything the same? Or there's a lot of stuff that the taxonomic name gets recycled a lot, like, right? Like Charles Bogardi, uh, Carnata, stuff like that. Like you hear it a lot. Like Dumarelli. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Sometimes they're naming after the same guy. Sometimes like multifasciata means like many stripes. Yeah. So there's like a ton of stuff called like something something multifasciata. Yeah, or like viridis, you know, variable. 
or yeah. uh, reticulatus and reticulata, you see it pop up, pop up a lot in taxonomy too. Yeah. It's because I've noticed with uh, a lot of fish, if they have a, the net-like pattern, they often call it a reticulata. So guppies are postilia reticulata, postilia reticulata, and it's like, oh, it's because they have the net pattern. I'm stupid. Actually, I had an epiphany. Uh, Billy, were you and I talking this morning about who's Drake Tiffany? Paul? Was it yesterday? Oh, so. Maybe next. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah and I, I came to an. I had an epiphany that a realization, I should say, that I really like banded stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Tiger stripe banded stuff, <clears throat> and I think that that might be my focus in the future. It's a good one. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Banded stuff beats striped stuff any day. Yeah, I agree. Take that, well, Billy. It does. I don't I'm kinda, dislike uh, banded stuff. So. That's a tough one. It's not tough. It's easy. I just like striped stuff more. Yeah. How about our first over-under? Be fish. Because you nerds seem to like fish so much. I think oh. fish are overrated. Oh, what? What? Yeah, that's a dis- disagree there. General? That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. You know how bold that statement was? I think it depends on the type of fish. Any. Take your pick. No. Fish as a whole. Justin, Justin, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull 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 my dick out for a second. Oh, you made a fucking whale shark. Oh, yeah. Next to a fucking whale shark. Whale awesome. sharks are not under overrated. Whale well, sharks are fish. awesome. Fish are overrated. Not technically. I think sharks are overrated. What do you mean technically? I almost bumped my head on a damn manta ray the other day, and it was cool as shit. I think that sharks are overrated. I think people idolize sharks, <clears throat> especially the popular ones. Because of their scariness, and there's a lot of other sharks that are extremely underrated, and yeah. Now, Brad, coolest fish in the world. What was it? What? Harlequin toss. It's like one of the coolest fish in the sea. All right, spell it. What is it? Harlequin. Harlequin. Hold on, Harlequin. He's just spelling. Billy said, "I ain't trying to spell that." Was it no? Harlequin tusk grass. Tusk grass. I'm still gonna say pufferfish are super cool. Those are cool too. As a group. Oh man, that puffers is are super, super cool. cool. Look at their mouths and like how they have like the tusk and then they're blue and. Hold on, I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. They have your bands that you like. Oh my god! It it, it became aquatics and alcohol. <laughs> yes. It did. It became it. Bing Cox. Hey man, I'm on. I'm on Team Aquatics. Look at that fish, bro. That's a parrot oh, that's fish. Awesome. That's super cool. That's not a parrot fish. You it's go a to parrot hell, fish. My dad got his mole bit by one uh, snorkeling <laughs> one time. That's a parrot fish, bro. It's a rasp, bro. It bit his mole off. O f f off. All right. So look at the juice. Take it off. It just bit it. It hurt. Justin's over here trying to trying to summon Elder God. Nah, kid, that's what they were called in Hawaii, man. You leave. Wolf, wolf fish are cool, Mike. 
I like Jags a little better than that, but we'll see. Are you ready for the coolest freshwater tropical fish? Southern fried uh, catfish. Dragon puffers? Dragon puffers are cool. No, dragon jaguar puffers. cichlid? Because it's nope. a jaguar cichlid. Oscars. Better. The neon tetra. With the no wire. Neon- Glowfish. Right, shut up. <laughs> hey, I love my neons. My neons are dope. Dude, neon tetras are actually like super cool fish. Is that, that thing with the scrotum frontosa, on his forehead? Okay. It's a frontosa. Frontosas are cool. Frontosa. That's a sheep's head, bro. That's my favorite fish. Why? Because they are diesel. They're lords of their domain. They're good parents. And they're fucking blue. Look at that When I worked at a pet shop, we had a we had an adult pair, and they had babies. It was cool seeing them like raise the babies and stuff. Did it make the uh, the the crater nest? Uh huh. That's so cool. I love that. Love that. Like that right there makes me want to get back into fish. Freshwater. Yeah, there's tons of cool stuff. Freshwater stingrays are so cool. Oh, dude, yeah, Black Diamond Rays are dope. Those are my favorite. A, a license, a special license in Florida. It sucks. Yeah. Really? But just going back to Banded, uh, this is the next, this is what I want. This is what. This is a dream species that's finally in the U.S., so I'm going to try and get this, and there you go. That's it. Oh, that's, that's a rink. That it's is, a mud snake. That we're supposed to do, like, troll you about it? No, that no, is... No, that's awesome. That is arguably... If not sweet hog nose, dude. It's probably my second favorite <laughs> <laughs> took the Then you got me with that one. You got me. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> fucking no, rinks that's are pretty cool. cool, man. Rinks are so dude. fucking dope. Dude, a keeled live bearing elapid. It's fucking awesome. Aren't death adders the same thing? Not, they're not cobras, bro. It's not the same, Justin. It's not the same. And don't get me wrong. I love deathies. I've had deathies. I want them again. But, dude, that is where it's at. I will have them before I die. Hopefully not at their hand. It is like a black-headed python, like, slapped onto a cobra. What's that? I said it is kind of like the... like a pattern of a black-headed python, like slapped on a cobra. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And dude, that's, that's it. I've had rings before, and they were the slate gray or like the dark brown color, and they're great snakes, man. I love having them. But the bandit, man, I just I need that bandit. I want that bandit. You know. By looking at blue tongue skinks, the the Salico multifaciata, which are impossible to find in the United States, are the ones I want so bad. I thought you wanted the Centralian ones too. No, no, that's that's the Centralian ones. The Centralian ones are my favorite. Oh, okay. They're impossible to find. I think Barchick like, found one. Has them. Wait, what was that? I said Barchick found one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He had three <laughs> at one point. I think they were like super old and like kind of fat though. That's kind of okay. what I was told is they were like really, really old animals. That sucks. Some guy in Canada was selling them. I would just like reach out because I didn't know about like what you know U.S. Fish and Wildlife would do. (laughs) Hey, just label them as Northerns, and no one will ask any questions. Just like 
No, no, no. I'm going to, like, put him in, like, the, the wheel of my tire. Like, on, oh. like, the wheel of my tire. Like, a, oh. a bag of cocaine. We're going straight Crutchfield <laughs> in here. Okay. Yeah. Like, right before we cross over the border, I'm going to, like, cut open the top of the car and just, like, stuff him in there. It's a Canadian uh, now I'm on a No list. one cares. Now, like, I was on a list before, but, like, now I'm definitely on a list. I'm never going to be able to, like, cross the border without them, like, getting the dogs on me. <laughs> they've got they've got a Belgian Malinois that's trained to find blue tongue skinks if you come around. All they're gonna find are beer can pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what is this? And then he just makes that face. That's actually really funny. <laughs> they're like they're just like I'm not mad. I'm just upset. Who drinks Natty Light in Australia? What's up with all these seltzer water cans? <laughs> Bud Light Seltzer. I need a task, man. I just <laughs> Lime Oritas. Oh, Freaking! I was drunk and have ADHD, so like it's just taken over. I just gotta like do stuff. Same. I, if they build it, I will come. <laughs> <laughs> That's first year I was at Tinley. I was drunk and had no friends. So I just walked around talking to every vendor then, and I, I've already been there before. And every vendor was just like, oh, you're back again? And I'm like, yep, I'm here to talk now. And they're like, oh, fuck. I'm here to talk. <laughs> Forrest looked at I'm me. I'm here and by like, myself, and I got nothing but time. <laughs> Somehow, after the third lap, I met I met Joe, and he's like, he's like, who the fuck are you? I'm I'll in the chat like, on your live streams. Joe, like, just taking you under his wing, just like, okay, buddy. Well, I'll be your friend. Don't keep walking around. You're making a fool out of yourself, man. I lost my parents. Can you help? You just talk to everybody. You're not buying anything. Blocking everybody from the tables. Pretty much. No, I'm just like, 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 bullshit. That's not a northern. That's an eastern blue tongue skink. What are you talking about? You don't want this. This guy has mites. <laughs> he goes to the next table. Same thing. Oh, you don't want this. This guy's got mites. All the vendors just look over at Joe like, dude, you got to take one for a team. Just like, just, just get him over here. Just give him somewhere to sit. Be a friend for uh, a little bit, okay? Who the fuck? God, he's a Condro guy. He's super nice. He's from fucking Minnesota or someplace up north. Minnesota. This it's guy has Nido. You don't want to buy it from him. Yeah. <laughs> His name's like David something in the first night at the bar. Oh, Scheisterman. Yeah. Scheisterman's Sh- awesome, man. I do. I met Scheisterman. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, so cool. Ralph from me. I know that guy. How many Heisterman's people? the man, man. Over. Yeah, he's a good dude. You get that? That's a crazy name. Good for him. Yeah, I fucking I like got to him at the bar and I was like, I was like, I just looked. I was like, what are you keeping? He's like, how do you even know I'm here for the snake show? And I'm like, because you know there's a snake show here. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> like, like, oh, so, what snakes do you keep? How do you know I keep snakes? Because your entire outfit is from Eco Universe. Yeah. <laughs> no one else wears the fucking because hat. of your Tell Hicks shirt. Because you have a Franklin Mountain locality club on your baseball hat. <laughs> yes, I have that hat. I hate and you. your Steve Irwin socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't buy from he has mites. I'm not even Don't buy from his mites. <laughs> you know who has mites? You. You. My fucking love rattles. <laughs> it's been fucking. It's been like a year. This guy keeps having them. Just him. Nobody else. 
How much is for Venomite? We gotta get you some frontline, man. I have it. He just likes to use it. You, you need to he use just it. Likes more. <laughs> there is pets. He keeps them in the corner. He's the only snake I've ever had that never made it out of quarantine. <laughs> does the scrub, like does the scrub count? No, 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 no. The scrub made it out of quarantine. He's just scratching marks on the wall like it's fucking day 192. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, it's the 205th day and I still can't win the war. Oh, and this is why I drink. I hate you people. <laughs> I have the proper tools to take care of them, but it's not working because I only do it once a month. Okay, now that was mean. That was mean. <laughs> I have the right treatment. I just don't know how to use it. Somebody help. <laughs> With friends like you, you, need, you know what? Fuck it. I have a YouTube video that tells you how to use it if you want me to send it to you. you I can send you another one. You have two videos. Compare them. Everybody just starts sending Phil links right now. Oh, you guys suck. Yeah, we do. We're terrible. We're absolute terrible friends. Oh, we God. might suck, but we don't have mites. Oh. <laughs> Knock on wood, I ain't saying that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah. yeah. Your little your little Trojan horse of the scrub didn't work the first time, buddy. Nice try. <laughs> You're going to have to do better than that. (laughs) Phil's like, I'm going to pretend to be his friend for years, then I'm just going to send him a freaking just absolute train wreck of an animal, and that'll take out all his collection, then I'll be on top. You know, I... It's like an assassination attempt. (laughs) You're like Kim Jong-un in the fucking dictator. Phil, does he like margarita? He lights up a cigarette. <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! I'm this kidding, buddy. That I gave Justin. Scrub is the devil. First, first of all, was friendly as fuck before he got it. It's a scrub. And he was so he was anemic because of all the mites. He didn't know what planet he was on. <laughs> <laughs> he was in another dimension of reality. <laughs> You're a shit friend, Justin. I'm a shit friend. <laughs> okay, for the record, there wasn't that many mites. So it wasn't that serious. I found like two. But we refused to let Phil live it down. I had not given a, not given a snake to a friend in almost, if not over a decade, because I have a fear that I'll be that <laughs> <laughs> the first time he does. It's... And the first time I do is to fucking Justin Smith at Dayton. Oh. Oh. oh, the muscles in the back of my head hurt. Oh, man. <laughs> Did Tiger Rat ever get mic'd? No. Exactly. no that's, that's what's even funnier. So that never showed anything. Yeah. So. Guess what? The radiators don't have them either. So people. Perfect. Oh. I do wish I, I could have played with that Spilodes, like checked it out more at Daytona because that was a good looking animal. 
Take him out, cool. though. What? How drunk are you? Take him out. How drunk are you? <laughs> you had like one yingling. No, you. Every time you hear the clatter, clatter of something, that's Billy pulling out a new can. <laughs> when he gets that stupid smile on his one. face, that's when you know. I thought that was Bush Latte he was drinking. <laughs> no, come on. That's Jeez. what you want to Bush Latte. I'm stealing that. That's great. Bush Latte. Nothing oh says it's date God. night with oh, my cousin like that? Bush Latte. Dude, they have cans that actually say that now. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's for fucking frat boys, isn't it? No, it's for rednecks firemen. that only keep it in their uh, <laughs> or firemen that keep it in their cooler in the back of their truck. Right. Oh god. For people in Kentucky. Walgreens oh. used to have this beer called Big Flats that was actually really good, and it was like four bucks for a six pack. Oh fuck. So Cox, I uh, my FedEx guy, but right before Christmas, uh, I'm really tight with him at work, and. I said, hey, man, we, we have beer. We keep beers at work. It's come 5 o'clock. We've all Greenwich Mean Time, by the way. Come 5 o'clock, Greenwich Mean Time, we all crack over the beer. But uh, I asked the, my friends, I was like, dude, you want a couple beers for, you know, when you you know, just put them in, the, in your lunchbox or because oh, fuck. on the seat. He's like, no, man, we can't do that. You know, FedEx is super strict about that, blah, blah, blah. So on, on the, the Christmas Eve, he bought a bunch of Heineken non-alcoholics. He kept him in the fucking center console of the truck and was drinking him while he was driving. Oh, no. <laughs> he got three reports on him that day. Oh, three. man. <laughs> he kept the bottles and he had his supervisor come out and he said his supervisor was dying laughing. But unfortunately, it is on his record now that he was drinking non-alcoholic beer on the job. <laughs> man, I bet DOT did not like that one. Give me a second. Jeez. Oh, I'll beat you to it, Billy. I'll beat you to it. Spilotes. Spilotes. We don't care about your Spilotes. Spilotes. Oh, it's shut, too. You know, I actually I forgot the Cox had Spilotes. He has Spilotes? I thought that's what he wanted to forget. I thought he had Spilotes. He has North American Spilotes. Oh, okay. What is that? Dude, I can't wait for that thing to get to like be an eight foot monstrosity. It'd be glorious. <clears throat> oh, I see it wiggling already. There it is. There's a Spilotes. Yeah. Sorry, it's got some stuff on us too. Is Billy gonna get like bit or what? Skin. Oh, yeah, some stuff, Jim. I'm sorry. <laughs> Casey. Fucking Casey. Damn. Is that the one from Daytona? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Sucker's like twice the size it was when I saw it. Good. Yeah, I barely feed it. That's crazy. Well, it's been so... It's been like cooler, so I don't want to feed them too much. I love how you're using a hook. Like, dude. I just like training them. Okay. Cox, can you bring yours a little closer so we can see them a little better? Yeah. His floaties is way cooler, though. They're all cool. I don't know about that. 
Breakcore and Panthrophus floaties. Damn. I want to see Jake's White Oaks. Yeah, those look nice in the pictures. I I haven't seen those since I brought them to him. Damn. Huh? How come we haven't had Dan on the show? We gotta have him. I, he's been on like briefly a couple times. Yeah, he just shows yeah. up, smokes one, and bounces out. Yeah. Go back in there, little bastard, before you bite me. Are you kidding? Panther Rovers Splodies does not bite. Uh, tell that to my female. <laughs> she will fucking light you up in a heartbeat if you piss her off the wrong way. So are we already at the show and tell part of the show? Are, are we ready for over under number two? I was going to say, uh, I'm oh, going to go yeah. for beverage because my flask is empty. Yes, uh, over under. You want me to take out the radiator? Fuck yeah. Right. Be right back. Oh, you made <laughs> Billy curse? Man. Did he, did he just feel an emotion? Show, right? He was the most I have ever cursed on a podcast, by the way. It's Snakes and Stogies. It doesn't count. It's not a podcast. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's not real. My family doesn't listen to this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did Ryan Cox just say? Classy. Did Ryan real classy. not a podcast? So it doesn't count, no. You suck. You're right, said I it, not me, buddy. But I don't entirely disagree. So... It's- it's on the same level as carpet and coffee. Carpets and coffee. Australian herbs, overrated or underrated? Underrated or Did right where they should be. I say they're right where they should be because they're pretty popular. Didn't say I didn't ask if they were popular. I asked if they were overrated or underrated. I mean, when you say Australian herbs, you got to remember that's an entire isolated continent worth of animals. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's hard. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, That's so like, like maybe their little brown frogs aren't exactly like, you know, they're just little brown frogs. But still, you're going to look at a parenti or, you know, a black-headed python or a chondro, and you're going to say that's underrated or that's overrated? I don't think so. I just think oh, as, a, as a whole, I think they're a little overrated. Mm-mm. See, no, like here's the thing, like... When you like Iper last week was showing off the goldy go- the gold eye gold eye Argus monitors, like those are underrated as fuck. I think in my mind, I think they're fucking crazy underrated. Now stuff that like uh, carpet pythons. You like Casey? Carpet pythons. There are some like jungles that are kind of overrated. It seems like jungles are overrated. Jungles are incredibly <laughs> overrated. Ooh, Bill said it. Laces are overrated, straight up. I don't That's think the bold. jungles are overrated. I said my my over under was Australian herps as in general, like as a whole. Overrated, underrated. I say underrated, overrated. I say, un- I say under. I say under. Under. Phil, I got this one out for you. Oh hell yeah, dude! <clears throat> Look at those. Dude, shows. I've always wanted some of those. Damn man! I'm like African subox. Damn Cole. You know, country <laughs> animals are not talked about enough, in my opinion, though. India. I feel like India has some of the coolest animals on the planet, and most like United States animal people don't talk about it at all. Well, oh, there's really not a whole lot of species. Like, have... there's not a ton of species from there in the hobby. If you think about it; it's pretty underrepresented. The ho- no, there's like nothing in the hobby because it's illegal to export or import. Hell yeah! Aside from the tarantulas, oh my god, it's so still. Is it alive? Boop the snake. Those things are cool. 
Yeah, I'm excited about those. Try not yeah. to get it in the in the PSP logo. I would get some, but Billy keeps talking about how well they die. What are you talking about, man? This is doing really good. Cole Ignathus, he said. No different from the. I thought you said that whole genus was just weird. <clears throat> they can be. I mean, the imports and stuff. Those are captive hash ones. No. Oh, look at that stripe. Look yeah. at that. Look at all that white. Yo. Dude, look at that fucking snake you got, Billy. Dude, those pictures of that rose past sabak I posted in the group earlier, like at first glance, those almost look like irradiated because of that sh- those stripes that go down like the first like third. Damn, Mike, like, if you were low. just that, <laughs> I didn't even bring it up. <laughs> How many of those did you get, Billy? Which ones? The radiated? The house snakes. I have a trio. Oh, nice. You have an <laughs> male or all your stuff had except for a female? You have one albino, right? I have uh, two albinos and one head. Okay. Yeah, those are really cool. They are. They're cool little snakes. Uh, Bill, they're <laughs> African house snakes. That's something I always kind of thought would take off. Like, aren't they something that kind of like comes and goes in popularity, and maybe they like are just kind of getting ready to come back in? I don't know. I think there's been a pretty good explosion of them lately. Like, yeah. within the last like year, two years, they've they've really seemed to really gain a lot of traction. They seem like they've just been building. I got a local girl to me that she's almost exclusively focusing on them. She has almost all the subspecies and stuff. That's They're cool. pretty cool. That is really cool. How big do they get? I've actually never seen an adult. They're like the same size as like a spotted python. Two, three feet. No. Okay. Small. They're African Antaresias pretty much, aren't they? I have been told that they're they're almost more python like than than colubrid. They do look a lot like an Antaresia. I didn't think about that, but I totally see it now that like I've had a chance to like process it. They're just not as crazy. Yeah, you can actually trust them when you're handling them. Yeah, Antaresia. Yeah. After I gave I'm you that children's I model like Antaresia, I just don't. Yeah, I, I've kind of, I've had some, and I mean, they're cool and all. The only thing I want from Antaresia is like anthills, just because I want to like breed them and then do maternal. I just want to see like a tiny python wrapped around a tiny clutch of eggs. And then feed it mouse feet. Yeah. Like that, how, how cool would that be, though, to see like a little tiny anthill wrapped around a tiny clutch of eggs? It would be fucking cool. That would be freaking cool. sweet. I had a pair of anthills that I killed. That sucks. How'd you do that? They just okay. So uh, ant hills, you got to be really careful, like how often you force feed them. You got to do it like a lot because their metabolism is so fast and mm-hmm. when they're little, they'll get like black bellies and just die. And that's what happened to both of mine. Is it's kind of how get, it is with baby boyga. Like you got to assist feed them a tail like every four days until they start going. Yeah, like really, it's like every yeah. four days, like you just said. That, I think um, I had a water bowl in there, but they're so small. I like I honestly doubt that they were able to find the water in the water bowl. So that may have had a large part of why mine died too. Is that the guy, Phil? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, this triple right. Maduro is strong. Triple Maduro, God, you getting wild, boy. Boy, what? Make you feel real green if you want to eat nothing before it. No, it definitely will. I've made that mistake before. When I first started, the guy's like, try this Maduro. It was like fucking 11 in the morning. I hadn't had anything to eat. God, LFD, was... double Lajero. Here you go. Before you eat anything, smoke this. <laughs> if you want to know what it's like to be bulimic, <laughs> smoke this before you eat. I was The worst part is I was on a fucking carnival cruise, too. Oh. So, dude, so I was on this carnival cruise, and it was we were had to... We had to go an extra day at sea, so we're going around this hurricane. And, like, you can watch the horizon go up and then down. And that was enough for me to just be like, yep, I gotta go yak real quick. Yeah, I've never I've never gotten seasick, but I've been on a cruise, and that was I got pretty close to feeling like I could feel myself kind of like... I don't usually have any issues with, like, motion sickness, but I remember that cruise, it was like when the whole ship started moving, and it was like freaking Inception. Yes! It's kind of like, uh, I don't like See? this. See, you can understand because we were watching. We were at dinner when we were watching our glasses start tilting like that. Yeah. That inception that scene where it's like, oh fuck, this ain't good, bro. Really I'm not gonna lie, man. Being on a cruise ship sounds like my own personal hell. It just sounds like you're stuck on a strip mall for like a week and a half. Yeah. That's I it. mean, they're they're cool. If you like gambling and stuff and doing nothing but drinking, they're great. But I mean, other than that, if you're like the one I went on, I was a kid, and so it was kind of boring because you couldn't do anything. Couldn't drink. Couldn't gamble. Like. You just kind of played shuffleboard with the old people, and that was it. Yeah, I feel like after a day, I would start like going absolutely insane on a cruise ship. Like, pizza was really good, though. The one I went on, we had, uh, it was like a, a bunch of us. Buddy and I want to do like a instead of a bachelor party, we did like a bachelor cruise type of thing, and we decided to do a five day and just oh five straight God. days of being hammered. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal, man. But it was a good time. I'm just five days stuck on a. Oh man, oof! I mean, we had stops and stuff. Like we weren't on the boat the whole time. So there's always like the like two, like the 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 fun day at sea, where you're like just hammered the whole fuck. You get up at nine in the morning. You're like scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, Corona, and vodka. Corona. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a group of ten of us, so we. We found shit to do. It was a good time. Billy, how good your boy look right now? Look at him. Dude, he looks good. It looks like he's being pretty chill, too. Yeah, he's being a good boy. Yeah, he's not trying to eat you. For now. <laughs> For, For now. For now. No neuro or anything yet, huh? Not yet. It's awesome. Fingers, fingers crossed. But he's looking good. Getting yeah, he does. Getting by the day. <clears throat> Dude, I'm so happy with this thing. Look at that head marking. Look at that head. When are you going to put it with a chondro? Yeah. Because we know the clock is ticking, and you're going to do it. We'll get him a little bigger first. I think he just, he just saw Billy on screen, and he's having flashbacks. Yeah, he's about to start freaking out. Look at him. Look, he's looking right at Billy. Oh, he's about to go upside down, too. No, he's not. Look at him. He's, he's like, uh... no, that one. I honestly thought it was wasn't a jag until uh, it shed. I was like, I oh crap, this is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I... he doesn't wobble or anything. 
I mean, I'm, I'm shaky because please don't bite my hand. Do it. One more bite. One more bite. One more bite. No one bite. On that note, putting him back. <laughs> Bitch. Dude, if I get these freaking Jansen, I breed. I feel like I can I can die at pe- in in peace. I'm number one on the list. I want one. It. Y'all have fun with those. Like if I get eggs and these things actually hatch, like I feel like that's kind oh, of a big deal. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty awesome. So with Gandhi somewhere, are you gonna do like a a, a room temp incubation, or is it gonna be like a eighty-two ish to eighty-six? I'm probably gonna do what I did with the Boiga, like eighty-two during the day, seventy-eight at night. Because okay. I mean, their incubation time is even longer than the Boiga. It's like over one hundred and ten days. 120, yeah. That's a but long it's time. Because, it's because they're at such a low temperature. I think. Do you feed them birds at all or no? No. So I've talked to a couple guys that... I don't have uh, regular access to, to like birds. That's the only issue. I'd have to order them online, and they're kind of expensive to bother doing that with. You can get a pack of 25 for like 12 and a half bucks. Plus another $20 for shipping. So you buy a couple bags. You don't have like a chicken farms around you? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh. Maybe that's just something I take advantage. I, I take uh, for granted because I'm surrounded by egg farms. <laughs> Male dicks for like nothing. I would like to get some oxys though. Like have the jansenite and the oxycephalum. Because, I mean, I've, I've come to find, like, these Jansen and I aren't nearly as difficult to keep as I was sort of under the impression they would be. Like, they've actually been a breeze. Like, I just, I keep them pretty much the exact same as I keep the Cyania in terms of the setup. And I just ignore them. Like, I literally, the only time I take them out or mess with them is when I'm cleaning their cage. And that's, even then, I only do that, like, once every other week just to keep stress down. Because <clears throat> as soon as I walk in the door, if the, fe- like, the female I see, the male's in the rack. So, he's, like, I never really see him anyways. Um, but the female, like, if she's out, as soon as I walk in, she's gone. Like, it's, it's pretty are interesting. Are yours, uh, CBB, or are they, uh, are they from the wild? They're imports, but they were imported when they were really young. So I think that's kind of okay. what's, what's really given me a big leg up with those, is that they were imported when they were still small. So, they've acclimated really well. And I mean, both eat like champs, like, none, neither of them have refused a meal. Uh, I just drop feed. Like the male, I just put the mouse in the mouth of the little hide, and it's gone. And then the female, I'll actually lift up her hide and offer it to her, and she just she annihilates it. How cool is my joke? Oh, Billy's got a tub. I see that. Bill, those would be cool. Wolf snakes, isn't that like the lycodon and shit? Yeah. Montpelier's were the best. Hey, Billy. Yeah. I think that was honestly the best interaction to date I've had with the Jack. That's good. Uh, what did we name him again? I can't remember. Mighty Mike. I don't remember. No, he had a total douche name because he was a douche. And now I can't remember what his name was. Chad. <laughs> oh, God. Billy. What is that? What is, what that? is that? Is that it's one of the That's what it is. 
Oh yeah, dude! I gotta get more of those too. Oh, that makes me that hurts to look at yours, buddy. Sorry, man. It really hurts my. I might cry. It's so much lighter. God. They always move too. So trying not, to get it. I don't know why those are Ganyasoma. I have a very hard time believing those <laughs> are of any relation to Jansenai and Oxycephalum. Wait, yeah, those are actually Ganyasomas now? Yeah, those are now Ganyasoma. Really? Nobody knows why. Did Hauser do it? No. Someone Ganyasoma Hoser, right? I don't know. And I'm. I'm not even one to really argue with the scientists that actually do like the work and stuff, but it's still like I feel like anybody could look at that and then look at a Jansen and I'd be like, "Yeah, those aren't related." Yeah, at all. I don't. But I do love how it's in the classic Rhino Rat S. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool snakes. Their uh, their tails are a lot longer than I thought they were. Like once I got one in my hand. Like, it's almost like they're completely arboreal. Yeah, man, that makes me miss the one I had so bad. I got to get my hands on some more of those next year sometime. I need to talk to Rob or Terry or someone. It's got to happen. These are, these are from Rob. Oh, awesome right. That's it. So cool. Are those, I mean, you got those are already switched over to mice and everything, right? Yeah, Rob doesn't sell his until they're yearlings and established uh, okay. mice and so. I remember I offered mine a tadpole and it ate them. Like I put some tadpoles in the water dish and it jumped on them. It was great. I put a pinky in there with it too and it ate that. It's kind of funny how you can trick them. Yeah. They just like the movement, isn't it? Like as long as there's something in the water moving the pinky on top of the water, they're like, oh, I guess I'll uh, yeah, take Yeah, I guess too. so. I mean, I think it's... Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that sort of makes any sense. So wait, so has, anyone, has anyone tried putting a live pinky in a cup of water that's, like, just deep enough for it to splash around but not deep enough for it to drown? I don't know. I feel like that'd have to be next to no water anyways. <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, you could sit there with tweezers and make sure it doesn't drown. Thanks, Brad. Bill, those 1988s yeah, are good. How psychotic that, is that would a very, sound to anybody that's not a reptile keeper. What's that? <laughs> that's the thing about how psychotic that would sound to anybody that's not a reptile keeper. That is true. That is true. You should just put this baby mouse in the water so it can't drown, but it'll splash around. Just enough so, water. In, uh, in Rob's article, he said that there was talk about the appendage might be for like detecting movement in the water, so it might have to be at least deep enough for them to get down yeah. and have the appendage sticking up. Interesting. That makes sense. That is a species, though. It's been so cool, because I remember as a kid seeing the old Pro Exotic ads with those, and I remember mm -hmm. the price tag they used, they used to have when they first, you know, kind of showed up. Uh, it, they were, that wasn't the first time they showed up, but in, like, the early 2000s, nobody had those things. They were crazy expensive, and it's so cool now to see that they've, they've really gotten a, a lot of popularity within the last two years, and, you know, a lot of people are getting into them now. They're cool snakes, and they're pretty bulletproof. I think a lot of people, when you see a big price tag, you also think they're fragile. I think it's just human nature to think that. Yeah, they, More they people look fragile. Well, I mean, 
I'm sure his hatchlings, but like this guy's like a tank. Bill, that'd be freaking sweet. Bill said yeah. he's thinking of a river's edge paludarium for rhino rats overhanging tree branches, groups of mollies, and just watching them hunt. That's awesome. That would, that be, would be awesome. See, and that's the species where like a sort of naturalistic setup like that, they would use it. They wouldn't be wasted on them. It would do them justice. Like, Yeah. Uh, I got to get my hands on some of those, though. Those, I really want some of the Frenatum, too. Those are freaking sweet. Those are supposed to be psychotic. Yeah, I've heard they're pretty pretty feisty, but that doesn't really stop me. I don't care. I can deal with feisty. I, just, I don't really play with my stuff much to begin with. But Rhino's got to happen. I'm hoping I can get some Barons Racers. I got a buddy that's his just locked up, so we're in talks of... You know, making some of those happen. Well, I'm, I might... I'm thinking of those now after talking to Phil last time he was here. Be cool. They're way bigger than I thought they did. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> they're, dude. Did you see the one that Glenn, uh, the video that Glenn did of his? Glenn Reptiles? I forget his last name. Uh, he did a video in his, and he has some that are surprisingly, like, I, even I was like, I didn't even realize they got that big. Dude, his whole collection is insane. Yeah. I'm just curious to see what Cox is going to pull out. He wants to yeah. get something. I don't know what it is. He's going to come out with like a little little fish in a pan, just cut in the water. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'll go get the beta real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Puts in like a shit glass. Here, guys, look. <laughs> I don't know, like... What's your Pac-Man doing, Billy? Good, man. He's just getting fat. He's almost as big as my fist now. No shit. Yeah, he's big, man. Dude. He's a giant Pac-Man. Java frogs. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what he does. Mm -hmm. It's just Watching those things eat a freaking, like, mouse is just nuts. Because it just disappears. It's like a, a black hole. <laughs> Something says, crosses it, it just disappears. Dan says Cox is getting a pinky in water to see how long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> you sick pup. I'm thinking about it, Bill. For anyone who also wants an uh, awesome... Uh, show to watch if you go and find Lizard Brain Radio on Facebook. He had Frank Payne on his show, Bill here, mm-hmm. had Frank Payne on last night, and, and I caught a decent chunk of the episode. I need to listen to the rest of it. It was it was really good. Frank does a lot with uh, carpet chameleons, which I thought was really neat because that's one species of chameleon that I'm like I've been super interested in. I'll probably never get any, but I can at least live vicariously through others. And. Uh, they had to talk about the Draco Lizards, right? Yeah, they did a little bit. Ah, oh, Draco Lizards is awesome. Yeah. And he's Frank's, like... Frank's mentality on the on the whole, like, uh, sort of oddball, like, underappreciated, overlooked. It's, like, spot on. Yeah, he does some really cool stuff. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear what he did to get the, the Dracos to go. 
Yeah, Bill, I don't know. I didn't so catch if he if he talked that. about that. I didn't hear it, but he, maybe they did talk about it. I don't know. Bill could probably chime in and tell me if they did or didn't. Because, like I said, I <clears throat> I only caught like the first forty five minutes, and then I had to go eat or I don't remember what we were doing. We were oh, it was movie night. We were watching The Incredibles two. So you were watching the stream while watching The Incredibles. No, I was smoking a cigar on the porch, and then I went and watched The Incredibles. And you definitely send me a picture of that tomato frog, by the way, because I love tomato frogs, and we should throw them up here right now. Your tomatoes are fucking adorable. Oh, fucking tomatoes are so cool. So cool. I'm like, dude, nobody realizes the color variation. Like, they're so variable. Even in, like, the, the zigzag pattern five, they're super variable. I haven't seen a tomato frog in so long. Dude, I look something you see at PetSmart every once in a while, but I haven't seen a tomato frog anywhere in actually years at this point. Yeah, our local Petco, they have a couple in right now, and it's really funny because the girl in there, she's like, me and her have talked a couple times about snakes, and she's like, she's like you should try take, try frogs. Take the tomato frogs. And I was like, I don't want the tomato frogs. They're cool, but I don't want them. We see them at the shows here all the time, the local show. I love frogs. I just know that I'm not the type of guy that could like properly care for them, and also they make noise at night. So that's like two two little checks against them for me. Like I know there's something I'm entirely too lazy to keep properly. I'm sure they're not as bad as like a bullfrog or something, but I couldn't. Do it. Mm -mm. No different than tokes. People. Okay, I love the fucking interview with Steven on um, Rally and Python Radio, where you just hear the toke the whole time in the background. <laughs> yeah, like, they're talking, and then you're, toke! <laughs> I had a, a small male years ago, and at night, dude, oh my god. I was ready to throw that tank out the freaking window. Was, yeah, it's kind of food real fast. Shut up! Yeah, I don't want to deal with anything that makes noise at night. And it was loud. It was, dude, it was small, and it was like, Jesus Christ, how loud can you be? I like the uh, Smith eyes. The uh, uh, green eye ones. The green eye tokays? Yeah, I like those a lot. I've worked with those. Oh, those are cool. I still like to get some Clemmer eye geckos at some point. That's something I read about, like, right when they were first discovered. I don't think they were discovered until, like, the early 2000s, right? Late 90s, early 2000s, I think. Yeah. They're one of the prettiest day geckos to me. Yeah, I like the standings eye the, um, the most out of all the days. Those are my favorites. <laughs> so there's a population of standing eye, like, 30 minutes south of me. But the problem is, it's in a neighborhood that's a trailer park. Oh. And, and you have to be... Quick on your feet, or know someone that lives there. I feel like that's the same way with all these like random little South Florida pockets of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's, Later, there's millions out here, but you'll get shot if you get caught the wrong way. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's literally, literally has happened before. Yeah, like I'm super interested to go look for invasive stuff. But at the same time, like going on iNaturalist or like some of the Florida like endangered species are and Florida invasive species apps like that, I'm like, 
That's a neighborhood. That's somebody's backyard. I don't want to be walking around at three in the morning with a flashlight in somebody's mm-hmm. South Florida's backyard. Well, like, all right. So the problem is, like, like I have friends that have toke spots in South Florida, and they're literally down the street from me. But you go there and you see these beautiful wild toke, but they're on the side of like an apartment building, and they're like 60, 70 feet off. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not gonna get them. Like, I mean, you almost need like a pool skimmer. To like even think about getting <laughs> picture yeah. you like, Billy, like one a.m. somebody's house skimmer no, no. and just like banging on their windows. He's trying to give me one. I like the tail. The tail just flailing around. I love blues, man. Yeah, they're really cool, man. This is those are my favorite. Really of the, pretty. Of the beauties. Matt McDowell has one that's like super chill, a really big one too. I think it's one of his females, like super mellow. Yeah, yeah these guys are still tiny, so you just gotta work with them a little bit. Oh, good. Bill sent me the tomato frogs. Fuck yeah! Look at these fucking frogs. Oh, where is it? Facebook. There we go. Dude, how great is that animal? Look at that thing. I'm like, I'm not an amphibian guy, but dude, that thing is so cool. They look uh, like oversized dart frogs almost, like as far as their build. Yeah, it's like a it's like a dart frog Pac-Man hybrid. That's a pretty one, dude. And look at this. Yep, that's not it. Wrong way. Wrong way. That's that book we talked about like three weeks ago. Right. <laughs> Dude, look at that guy. It's a tomato. Yeah. It's a tomato. Look at that tomato, though. (laughs) Bodybuilder backspread. (laughs) They get so much bigger than, like, you think, too. Have people figured out how to breed those? Am I right about that? Like, they're really hard to breed? I'm pretty sure people have done them. Okay. I think with frogs like that, like outside of darts, you have to do like rain chambers and they probably do uh, hormone injections. Oh, like they do, like they do tiger salamanders. You gotta do the hormone injections and shit. No, it's like the quad frogs. You gotta get a pregnant woman to pee on them and then yeah. they lay eggs. Perfect. <laughs> Fucking clawed frogs. Every time I see those in a pet store, I'm like. I think about that. Billy Miguel says he wants to get well, another female blue beauty and eventually have the, a trio in a massive enclosure, which would be freaking sweet. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Like, you remember that Spilotti's article we had a couple of issues back where uh, it was his name's Roman. He's over in Europe. And he has that yes. massive, like, if you had something like that with, like, a just giant diesel beauty in it, that would be freaking sweet. There's a guy, uh, Roy Butcher, something like that. He has uh, Spilotti sulfurous in a big planted tank that's huge. He's got natural occurring plants that come from the range. It's like an eight foot huge enclosure. It's that same idea. That's awesome. The one amphibian that I would want to do outside of darts is the uh, bumblebee toads. Yeah, those are cool. Those are always really neat. 
Those come from an interesting like habitat too. They're like a savanna grassland kind of species. They're not really like tropical. Is there like Argentinian or something that I think I believe maybe Chilean? They're really tiny too, right? Yeah, yeah they're smaller. I would have to do the fucking tree toads. I think the tree toads are so cool. Those big ones that like Des and them have. Yes, I think they're so those are, cool. Yeah, those are cool. Like just that weird sort of like powder blue. With the yellow spots. Yeah, those things are wild. They're so weird. Like, I saw an ad, like, it was probably back in September, so I was selling some on Fauna, and I was like, I, it was very close for me pulling the trigger and impulse buying a bunch of toads. But they're also I don't under- they're pretty cool. I never so got expensive. the whole Siren Amphiuma thing. Like, I don't understand the, the appeal. Sirens are cool. Sirens are so cool. So my lady friend just texted me and says, y'all want pregnant women to pee on toads to make them fertile? Laughing emoji. That's a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Of course she chimes in for that comment. (laughs) Jesus. That's why we bred African uh, quad frogs was because they were like an early pregnancy test before pregnancy tests existed. Oh my God, it's disgusting. African, African quad frogs are the grossest thing on the planet. They're grosser than Pipa Pipas. No, Pipa Pipas are the grossest frogs ever. No, those, those, no, those, those give me the willies, dude. Pipa Pipas are a pimple. Those make me squirm. The Lake Titicaca scrotum frog? Yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> they make Pipa me think Pipa of those mango flies that you see in, like, oh. dogs. Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no a mango fly? Yeah. It's Dr. Pimple Popper's wet dream. Those are gross. Like I don't you even mind. I don't even. I don't care frog. about pimple popping. But when I see the babies shooting out of the back of those toads, Ugh. frogs, things, it just—it's it, the fact that there's like that gaping hole that gives me the willies. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah, I can feel I, it I like leaving. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we just learned something here. Justin does not like that. <laughs> it's not like that either. Hey, uh, Peepa Peepas, or however you call them, Brooks it? Kings, Toke Geckos. Those are my three bugaboos. Dude, how are Brooks Kings in there? I had one as a kid that was a bad experience, okay? He had a Mephropeltus. Yes. I've never had a Brooks King that I ever trusted in any capacity, because the one I had as a kid was the freaking Antichrist, and it would be all calm and stuff. And then you'd look down, and it was literally eating your finger. So King you get me if you. Well, it's alternative. Don't do that. Alternative. Yes, do alternative. Do don't do that. Thank you. But just about every other king snake does. Yes, yeah, cow kings will eat a finger faster than anything. Cow kings, eastern kings, brooks kings, the methpropeltus group. Phil, oh. check your phone. All right, hang on. Phil, Phil. you got to look up the furry frog. Excuse me? Excuse me? Frog. The frogs with like these little like projections off them that kind of look like fur. Oh. Other kind of furry. They're, other kind of furry. They're pretty unsettling. Like a werewolf frog? Uh, you, gotta, you gotta see one. Let's see if I get lit up. Um, wait a minute. Yo, you said you're phone? Yeah, Bill, tell them to get a like a pair or trio of just yeah. the, the patatas, and I mean, they'll be good. Or the Santa Isabel's, the Anthony, or Anthony, 
saying it. Philopedes Vitatus will reproduce like crazy, and they're super easy to get a hold of, and they're cheap. Dude, my like my Apple software is lagging out hardcore because like I haven't got Billy's thing yet, and then Bill sent me the Facebook thing, but I saw it on my computer before my phone, so now I have duplicates, and I'm kind of losing my money. I can't multitask. Oh. Me neither. That's why I don't have the chat up. I have no idea what the chat's doing. I have three chats up right now. I'm fucking losing my mind. See, black, like, milk snakes I never had an issue with. I had some Hondurans and stuff when I was a kid, and, I mean, they were fine. They were just really spazzy, but they weren't, like, the brooks. The brooks that would just eat anything that moved. <coughs> and, Vic, I am absolutely loving the subox. That is, like... Probably my favorite rat snakes so far. They're just. I had them out today and they're just so cool, man. They're. I need more. I want a California king snake. I know that's like one of the most basic snakes ever, but I want like a 50 50, really clean California king snake. Are you at the stripe? They're cool snakes, man. I don't, I don't really care about any of the morphs. I just like the ones that are, like, just clean, 50-50, black and white. I'm the same way. Right there with you on the king, on the on the cow kings. And in terms of that, I'm not going to ever keep any, but... Oh, look at that children's python Cox has. It pretty much is all it is. Which one is that? That's, that's Masula. This, he was been, he's been pushing his face off trying to figure out what I'm doing, so I just let him out finally. And he so wants to go part of one of the. Sorry. Oh, what were you saying? Sorry, go on. No, I'm part of one of the uh, the super dwarf groups, and I'm seeing this uh, Daniel Solis guy. Solis. I don't dude, know how to say his last name. That dude is straight metal. He yeah. literally. He's like. He's like. He's like. I don't believe this stuff. So I'm gonna go to the islands and find out for myself. Like. That's awesome. Vic, if you can get some, I I highly recommend them, man. They're they're super interesting snakes. I keep saying it. But I'm looking at some of his animals and his parents. I'm like, I could have a retick. I could, I could do a retick maybe. Yeah. The only thing, uh, like I just keeps telling everybody, like, one, Daniel should be on a podcast. Just tell him that story because I think it's crazy. Like apparently he already does like guided uh, tours of Indo, so that's why he had a leg up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh, he just like he's like I don't really think that these are all different uh, localities. I think they're all the same. So he went there and was like, "Oh, never mind. They are different localities." But the fact Did he you ever... the fact he went there and then changed his mind based on actually seeing what was there. Yes, I think that's, it's that's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever move that other one that I almost got from you? No, he's still here. He's just hanging out. No. I mean, I had no use for him, but you know, he's my buddy. He just hangs out here. So tempted, man. I'm just worried he's gonna get bigger than I have the space to accommodate. That one will not, I will tell you. Because that one is from a pretty small bloodline. But uh, the other one that Dominique uh, I end up just letting uh, her group use for education. I was like, here, I mean, lost my money for a house. So I was like, here, we'll just go into an apartment complex so I can only have so many big snakes. If I get another big retick, I want it to be a Sulawesi. Mm-hmm. Just to have that locality project, which isn't even, won't even be a pure locality because he's this guy is technically a cross. You can see. Yeah. You see, I'm just I'm so tempted, but at the same time, I know I'm not I'm not going to breed him or anything like that. Just yeah. kind of be here, really take him back. Space. 
They are and, such cool snakes, man. I like. I really do appreciate retics, and they're. I mean, they're gorgeous animals, but they're just, especially the big ones, man. It's amazing how many people uh, oh. get into those and not realizing the full scope of like what they're getting into. Yeah, that's big. Well, it's all. Like, I'm gonna sound really stupid right now saying this, uh, but also I think a lot of them get way too big for in captivity. Like people feed them. Like yeah, like power feed them. Well, it's not even that. It's literally guys were told that like, oh, a maintenance schedule is every two weeks, and so they're feeding five pound rabbits every two weeks. That's yeah. a lot. That's a, and I'm look like I, I think it was a couple nights ago. I had a couple of drinks and went on a deep dive, and just looking at uh, herping pictures from Indo and stuff and mm-hmm. Bali in the Philippines, like you don't see giant wild retics. Now I don't know if it's because they're like you know we see with the fish populations around here where. You know, they're just not are living to get to full size. You know, they're getting killed or, you know, eaten at maybe yeah. seven, eight years old. And they don't ever live 10, 15 years old to get 20 foot long. But you I think just... it's, pro- it's probably a lot like alligators. Like, you don't see a ton of massive, just giant gators that you see people kill and hang from a bulldozer. You know, and I, it's probably that same thing. Like, a lot of them just, like, the genes are there and the potential's there, but they never get there because of you know, either premature predation, you know, premature death predation or whatever. So it's like, that's just feed this guy. He's, he's, this is a two-year-old. He's a Sulawesi, the biggest of big. And that's, that's two him. years old. Yeah, he's two. Wow. And I feed him just like a normal schedule. Uh, every, you know, I do feed him. It's every two to three, three ish weeks. Just whenever I get there. It's whenever he starts getting hungry, I can tell he's getting a little thin. Like, you know, his where I fed him before is going down. He's starting to cruise and hunt again. And I'm like, okay, time for some more food. Like, uh, Friday, I gave him just a pile of chicken hearts and gizzards. Or Thursday, every day. I still wish I could find those around here, man. Dude, I don't know where the fuck you're looking. They're everywhere around here. It's so bizarre that I can't find chicken hearts in the South. Like, that does not make sense. Do not look at my face. Travis. Like, Wyman has said when he buys some, he can get some and send them to me, but I was like, it seems like a lot of trouble to go through for something that is likely in some sort of oddball grocery store within my area. I just haven't found it yet. Does Beaford have any kind of, like, ethnic grocery store kind of thing? I, there's, I'm sure there's one somewhere. Yeah, just go to one of those, you'll find it. Yeah, we got an Asian grocery store by me where you can get like all kinds of weird seafood stuff that I kind of want to try experimenting stuff with. You get fucking uh, silver barbs. <laughs> Billy sent me one time. Yeah, tinfoil barbs. <laughs> yeah, you tinfoil barbs is what they had there. Seen that? I've seen giant garamis, all that kind of stuff. Like we have an Asian grocery store here, but I think they're closed because they're never like every time I drive by, I look to see if they're open and they're not. So I think they just closed down entirely, even though the shelves are all still stocked and everything. It's really, really weird because the hours are like Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. But some of those businesses never do open. run weird hours. So. That's where I get my frog legs. Too. We have a butcher yeah, here near my house. Again. I might have to go see if they have some. They had live eels at the one I went to one time. Which is like, if I ever had black-headed pythons, I would just, I'd never feed them mice. I'd just go to the Asian grocery store and find whatever they had for sale there. 
It would be interesting to see if they could even hold on to that. They probably a blackhead totally could. I don't know. Eels are pretty slippery. No, they are pretty slippery. <laughs> but a blackhead oh, is blackhead. It would be entertaining to watch. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's like a grease pig. They just pin it down real good. Yeah, like I'm not doubting an eel is slippery, but a blackheaded python is a blackheaded python. I think they could figure it out. Not true. Cox, I know pull out the one. Which one? The one dude. Which one dude? The, the, the superdwarf? The fifty. Fifty. The one that you were that we were talking oh, about. Oh, my seventy-five percent. I ain't picking him out. He just ate a giant meal last night. We're gonna watch Ryan get a get a he's, regurg right on the lap. No, well, yeah. more, more like regurg duck parts. I, I went all Bill Bradley. I was like, eh, you know, we'll see what happens. Oh, did that work out? The whole duck thing? Yeah, it felt uh, the scenting for the carpet. He he's no longer the timid, shy little thing that you could like. He could pick up and move him into a tub and everything. Uh, now he's full of piss and vinegar since he's in a cage. He wants to murder me. He was just so wi wired up. He just wasn't having it whenever I tried to feed him. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to strike everything and get, be defensive. So, and Billy gave me some tips. I'll try that out this week. So, What kind of cage is he in? Uh, he's in a home-built two-foot by two-foot. Because... Is it, uh, uh, any exposed areas? Just cover those. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, that's what because he wasn't a tub. He was in a an eighty quart tub forever, and he was doing good in there. But I th I just lately he's been I think he like started looking around and realized like he can see everything from the outside. And I was mm -hmm. gonna take some just like a some, like burlap and put it on the side of it or something to kind of black it out. And I was just like I'm like this is literally only a little bit bigger this uh, two foot cube. So I put him in there, so he only has one window he can look out of, and he has a bunch of places he can go in the back of the cage, mm -hmm. and like he can be secluded and feel safe. And then he's also access to the heat, and uh, he he perches at you know I'll come in, in the morning before I go to work at five, and I'll be like changing water and stuff. And he's perched up, but he, boy, he wants to murder you if you open that door. As soon as he hears them locks pop, he is ready to fuck murder. Bill said whole duck or duck parts? Uh, duck parts. I don't know if you're going to be like those old school herpers that just... They live on a farm and whatever they shoot is what they feed their animals. <laughs> Dude, Honestly, that's some... probably healthier, but you hear some old, old school herpers like, yeah, I just go out with my 22 and if I see a field mouse, that, uh, that means they're going to eat today. <laughs> Uh, here's, so, here's some guy. So, uh, the videos you sent me, what exactly am I looking at before I throw this up? So, that's an enclosure for a uh, Spilodi sulfurus. So, right. relatives of the tiger rats, they're the bigger ones. Uh, what he did is he made this huge display, and all those plants are native to the area that the snake is naturally from. So, it's basically like a biotope type of situation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Bill, I've never I've never heard of anybody trying that, but kind of not surprising. He said cyania eating hard-boiled egg. 
I mean, we don't have to watch the whole video, but just seeing yeah. that. I'm trying to fast forward, but the screen won't let me. That's a giant snake. Yeah. Yeah, there's reports of them like 12 foot. That's nuts. I'll have some of those at some point. Large. I love the arboreal hides and like the bird nests in the corner and stuff. Like, it just looks great. So what's really cool about this is that he's been planning this enclosure for a couple years now and finally got it uh, all figured out and situated like he likes it. So it's cool to see someone follow through on something that they wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. That one's even big. That's huge. Ooh, yeah, that's crap. a big one. That's awesome. They're, uh, those are in the race for largest colubrid. Really? They're definitely up there. Like longest and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like a freaking Kribo. Those things are just large. Wow. Yeah, I held one of Jason's adults at uh, one of the shows. They're solid snakes, man. I'm like, their heads are huge. And they're just, they're so cool that's a snakes. reverse trio? I didn't hear what he said. No, I, think, oh. I, think he said I think he said it's a normal, normal trio. Uh, 1.2. Oh. I mean, that's a guy that's doing it right, you know? Absolutely. And dude, they're so chill, too, you know? Oh, when you're yeah. that big, I don't think you have to worry about too many things messing with you. Right. Yeah, the one I held uh, at the show was like a corn snake, just a really big corn snake. Yeah, that thing was solid, too. You could tell when he was holding it just how sturdy it was. Oh, yeah. They're thick body and stuff. What's crazy is that they eat smaller prey items. You know, like there's probably like that huge snake, maybe wean rats. Really? Yeah, you know, like chicks, stuff like that. Yeah, you just give them multiple. Yeah, just give them multiples. Every day, you think? I would say that. It's just maybe once a week or so. I mean, it's still an adult animal. Their metabolisms are a little faster. Okay. More than what we feed because we have the python mindset. I have heard people say that about blackheads, though. Like, blackheads eat, like, a couple lizards every day. I'm going to be wrong about that, but I think I heard that somewhere. That, like, in nature, they're technically eating, like, something small, like, a couple times a day. I believe that. That's, like, I forget the guy who wrote the book, but, like, I have the, the quintessential Taipan book, and he was, you know, the book's from probably the... I guess early 90s, maybe, maybe mid 90s. And he references a lot to the early, you know, Taipan pioneers in the 50s when they were doing anti venom, saying how, you know, a wild coastal Taipan, it's lucky if it gets, you know, four to five mice a month. 
and like we think about that it's like okay well if it's an adult taipan it's at least six foot and a mouse is only that big you know that's not a lot of food and it's cruising in the heat of australia and it's got high metabolism you know so it's it's burning it you know what was that uh that one species that matt somerville posted I don't know. I missed it. Like a day or two ago. Let me see if I can find it. I'd never oh. never seen or heard of them, but it was uh, some sort of brown snake, but it was really cool looking. Some sort of brown snake. I love that. It was brown. That's all I know. It's like... It's like there was a doubt. Let me see. Think, Matt Most posted something pretty. It was wild as hell the other day. It was like that red body with that white face. Did you see those things? Yeah, that's those... Um... African striped snakes or whatever they're called. God, those things are freaking wild. Like I think they only been coming in for a couple of years and they figured them out for the most part, it seems like. That man yeah, is really good over. about that. He's got some Vietnam locale flavolinius that I'm really excited about. Yeah, those ones, they're formed with the white heads, right? And the, turn, uh, the heads turn red as they get older. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. They're still cool looking snakes. From, uh, I'm, again, I'm not wrong about this. I think they're from the same like general area as ball pythons. Oh, like some like Benin and shit like that? Yeah. So maybe that helps them uh, figure out how to breed them. How's your ball pythons doing? They're good. I uh, I need to get more food for him. I got my female to eat rat for the first time uh, last time. Last time I fed her, but it was a couple weeks ago. I haven't really tried. Those are your ball python. Like, ball python I'm excited for is right there. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, my, me too. I was talking to a guy in, uh, I want to say he's in Denmark, where he's got a massive female too that apparently lays like 18 egg clutches. So I'm trying to see if I can get like one or two of those. But yeah. I don't know. See, that'd be cool. You get those, and then you start breeding giant ball pythons. You get some albinos, and you start like crossing them back to get like eighty-seven point five percent super albinos. See, I would just focus on the giant ones. Like, I've actually got a couple like ball python projects I want to work on that I'm really shocked that like the ball python guys haven't actually tried to do. Like, I would want to try to work just with like the wild type giant. And just see, like, if you can get some, like, seven-foot ball pythons. And another one I wanted to work on was <laughs> I was going to talk to, like, a couple of breeders. Say, like, every time you have twins, I want to buy a twin. And just eventually you get this line of ball pythons that, like, consistently produces twins. Oh, duh. Just to see if that's a possibility. Then those guys are like, if I had ball pythons that produce twins, I can increase my clutch numbers by this percentage. Exactly. And then they're going to come to me and like, hey, man, I want some of your like Gemini line or whatever. And then I'm going to cross the Gemini line with the Gemini line. And I'm going to make ball pythons that make like 30 babies a clutch, but they're all going to be normal ball pythons. (laughs) Out of hand. Look at that freaking thing, man. That thing's awesome. I've never heard of those before. It's almost as cool as that rink. Looks like a so banded Egyptian. Uh, I, think it, I think it's called a, a snap or a trap snouted brown snake. 
it's one of the Western Browns, and uh, it's some some kind of snouted uh, snouted banded brown, and uh, it's it's very similar to you know the Ingrams and stuff like that, and those Western Browns that are those those uh, subterranean Browns. Matt's gonna yell at me later for not knowing. No, you know what? Scott's gonna yell at me later for not knowing. <laughs> He's gonna call me uncultured swine. Phil, I have. I want you to try to pronounce this because I've been listening to a lot of uh, Maria Python Network's Colubrid Corner recently. You mean Colubrid Corner? That's that's okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. That was a that was a Scott joke. I need you to try to pronounce that. Pronounce what? Go go in the group and read what I just posted in there. Oh, I I hold on in the in the IG group. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> My phone's gonna die. That was was one of the episodes I just did, and when I read that name, I thought I was having a stroke. It's a scopsteca. It's 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 something like that. It's yeah, it's some Morocco or some shit. I was was like, they were saying it. Scopsteca. Is is essentially Dutch or Afrikaans? They were reading now. I was like, I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Is is Owen having a stroke while he's reading this? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. No, that's uh, it's like a whip snake. Yeah. Scott, check out. Leave it to Phil. Phil wouldn't know how to pronounce that. Look, man. Uh oh. Oh, Phil's oh. gone. There it is. No. R.I.P. Phil. Ah. In the arms of an angel. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, Mike. Yeah, he does feed medium rats and bigger stuff to his females that he's uh, getting ready for breeding and stuff. But if you're just keeping them, there's you don't have to feed them big things like that. Oh. Okay. Oh fuck. Yeah, so that's it's... Case he had Philly. Was that like? Did he make that, or did he have it uh, like commissioned from somebody? What was that? So the big cage with the uh, the trio of I don't even remember what kind of rat snakes, but the big one. Hmm? Did he have that made by somebody, or did he make it himself? Uh, I want to say he built it himself. Like it's been a long time project for him to get that going. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, it did. Yeah, you did a good job with them. I got to figure out how to make my own. Like, I got to talk to a couple people to figure out how to seal stuff up. Because I think you and I have talked about this before. Like, if I'm, I've got so many animals at this point. If I'm going to do cages, I got to build them myself, or I'm going to be like out a whole bunch of money. I'm in that boat. Yeah. Big time. So, like, it just doesn't make sense for me to order stuff. I got to figure out how to make it. You just got to do it, man. The first couple will be a little eh, but you'll get the hang of it. Some people have yeah, really cheap like prices. The, the first couple will be a lot eh. They'll be real fucking eh. Well, I mean, you look at it in the simplest terms, it's just 90 degree joints in a box. That's all it is. You can make it as difficult as you want to, but at the end of the day, it's just a box. Oh, it's just one of the things like, you know, you got to fail a couple of times before you figure out what the hell you're doing right and what works and what doesn't work. 
Yeah, I mean, I there's always a learning curve. But my issue is figuring out a heat a bigger cage. You know, like I built one for uh, a Brettles a while back that I think was like I want to say it was six foot and three feet tall and two feet wide, and I could not figure out how to get this cage warm at all, and I eventually just took it apart again because it was just like impossible to make warm. So what did I miss, and what was the last thing you heard me say? Uh-oh. Jesus. I'm like flies. We're talking, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember, Phil. My, 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 the, the Afrikan. Oh, I don't remember. The Afrikan that you cut out. Yeah, the, the whole my whole computer just crashed. I have no idea why. I didn't lose power. I have 93% battery. I don't understand. But now we lost Cox. It's, I don't know. But... Yeah. I mean, it's about that time anyways, so... It is about that time. I have text from the wife saying she is tired. Uh, I'm tired. To bed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I haven't been the most attentive in this show anywhere. My mind's been elsewhere. I've been trying to multitask, and I'm really, really bad at it. So forgive me for those watching this. Phil's got a lady friend he's talking to. He's distracted. It, 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 don't, don't lie to us, Phil. She she literally just texted me. She's like she's like, stop looking at your phone. Your friends are gonna notice. <laughs> so, we've all been we there. Already, we've all been there. We already okay. knew what was happening. Something like that. But yeah, scop sticker. Scop sticker. Scop sticker. No. Oh. Not gonna try it again. Dude, sub-Saharan animals is where it's at, baby. That in Australia, the best. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, when I was a kid, I was so hot on Tanzania. Like that was like the place I wanted to go to more than anywhere in the world was Tanzania or Kenya. Dude, it's it's awesome, man. East Africa's awesome. East I want to check it out one day. I just don't really like. I don't quite know how to do it because you know you can do like the classic like old couple on top of an RV kind of no, thing. No, 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 no. We would we would not do that. I would no, I wouldn't do that at all. I would I would call some friends to make some phone calls. We would link up with the BioKen guys in Africa so we could find Ashes Cobras, the Ethiopian mountain adders, and you know, we would uh, do some backcountry stuff that's away from uh as far away from Dar es Salaam as possible. I still want to see elephants though. Like oh, we'll I see still them. want to see wild elephants. We'll see them. You wear that jacket and you will. That jacket shirt <laughs> thing. Yes. Combination. Doesn't know what it wants to be. It's everything. I like this jacket. I have a green one too, and I like the green one a lot more than this reddish one. But I'm not wearing it. But see, the scary thing about walking around like actually walking in Tanzania is, though is a leopard could jump out of a tree at any point and just like grab you on the back of the neck. Drag you up a tree. Yeah, just drag you up a tree like a like an impala. Yep, and, and that's why God made the Holland and Holland three seventy five. See, that is for when it's already killed your buddy, and you want to have some retribution for it. There's no like, you can't just like walk around with your gun like a Kimbo the whole time, just waiting for a leopard to pounce on you. Like, no man, it's over. The, the leopard's shoulder. gonna kill you. Over the shoulder. That's how it's done. 
again, like that's good for when the guy right in front of you or right behind you has the leopard jump on the back and crack the neck, but like Exactly. That's why you're in the middle. <laughs> At all times. Everybody's just watching like <laughs> Like Jurassic Park. Oh shit, they took Kaisy, look at that. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can kill the leopard that killed me, but that doesn't do me any good. Fuck, man, look, they licked his flesh off clean, huh? <laughs> uh, I still want to go to Kenya. That's... Well, speaking of Sub-Saharan Africa, I actually had some really good news lately. Um, my good friend Marcus, uh, arguably my partner in crime with snakes before I met you freaks, uh, he's getting married. And uh, he asked me to be his best man. I happily accepted. Uh, so Marcus and I are obviously very big into African history and African culture. Um, we love African animals. Uh, Marcus did spend a lot of time in Africa doing uh, conservation stuff and some, he lived there for a while. He did some schooling there. And, um, for those of you who are unaware, um, I have a very big affinity for Cape Buffalo. Um, probably my favorite mammal. I love Cape Buffalo. The intelligence, the... Uh, the power, the herd mentality, the dynamicness of their hierarchy, just it's an amazing creature. It's it's amazing that, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, a bovine animal can be as intelligent and dangerous as it is. It's one of the big five in terms of dangerous game. So <clears throat> they call them Mbogo, which is the Black Death. And they have a herd, right? And unlike a lot of other mammals, uh, when the males get to a certain age and they've reached a certain status in the herd they bred their cows they realize they're over the hill and they leave um they let the younger bulls kind of get up in there so these lone ones they call them daga boys right so these daga boys they find <clears throat> excuse me they find other lone males that have done the same thing other daga boys and they make their own herd it's like an old man group and the reason why is because they know that they're by themselves they're going to get picked off by a lion or a pack of hyenas or what have you so they know that there's you know safety in numbers and they, they make their own old man group. So in tribal Africa, specifically Sub-Saharan, uh, Shona and Manabili and Zulu, um, it's very ceremonial for someone who's getting married to you know pass down uh, the traditions of that in, in the same way that the Daga boy is, is passed down to the next group of young bulls. So one of the things they do is they have a ceremonial knife um it's usually you know made of like mopani wood um a lot of if it's tribal it's usually they use it's called pink ivory which is actually a type of wood it's a pinkish white wood um or they'll use you know black ebony wood as a handle and the, the knives are usually a ceremonial knife um so in honor of you know him asking me to be his best man he gave me this which is for all intents of words the daga boy knife so, Justin, you throw that up there. Ooh, so, the, the sheath is actually, it's all handcrafted by a, a local South African guy who's a, a master knife maker by me. And uh, I took the picture. It's my bad. Forgive me. Um, no, those are not my sheets. I don't have weird ass Yeah, right. Um, but the sheath is actually. It'd be actually, a lot cooler if you did. It'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did. But the back of it is actually an albino crocodile. I didn't take a picture of that. The front of it is Cape Buffalo hide. And then the the actual handle of the knife is impala antler. 
and then the wood that's at the at the base where the the fletching or whatever you're going to call it <clears throat> excuse me that's a mopani wood and then on the very bottom of it is a uh, a sculpture of a cape buffalo's boston head so i felt like that was very very awesome of him to do that in formal traditional you know sub-saharan african way he, you know presented me the ceremonial knife and i happily accepted to be his best man in his wedding that's so sweet dude yeah man that's I'm awesome stoked. i'm stoked so, but i'd share that that is awesome man yeah. general shape of it reminds me a lot of a kukri too yeah it's very kukri ish yeah yeah actually it, it's funny because that knife is not like it depends on obviously the, the tribal region or the, the part of Africa that they hail from, but in terms of like Zulu, it's almost usually a spear, uh, a double-sided spear point. And my good friend, uh, who is South African, and he, you know he served in the South African Defense Forces and stuff. You know he speaks Afrikaans, he speaks Zulu. He was telling me that what they do for that is um, they'll basically make like a Roman short sword out of a spearhead. And they'll use that as a ceremonial knife. And what they do is they take a big piece of stone and they'll carve out the shape of a double-sided spear and they'll melt their iron ore and pour it into the stone to make the mold of the spear. So a spear point is actually a little more traditional in like the Zulu sense of it. But uh, but that kukri blade is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I gotta go. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Sorry that Cox had to disappear haphazardly, much as I did. And uh, yeah, this was episode 58, Snakes and Stogies, brought to you by PSP, the Puget Sound Pythons. Yeah. Yeah. Billy, Casey, we love you both. Yeah. See y'all later. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. later guys. Good night, boys. <laughs>